My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. But it's an empty road I feel so alone I forgot what I'm fighting for When the weight of the world Keeps you up at night When you're running with no end inside Lot you and Sunday, this September 10th in the year 2023. Obviously, this is Coffee and Jesus. And we're going to crank it up here in a little bit with some real prayers. Man, long day yesterday, I'm telling you. We went up um, an amazing connection I made at um, Bard's Fest. And, and it's a friend of Pastor Anthony's who's become a good friend of mine. His name is Jared. And we drove up. Six-hour drive up in the morning. I left at 2, linked up with him at 3.30 yesterday. Drove up to Pendleton, where then I was able to, um, we were able to pick up some of the new cows. 
and then drove all the way back the same day. Got back last night about six or so long day of, of hauling. Had some issues, too many cows in the trailer. We had to offload two of them on the way. Fortunately, we were close enough to where we bought them that the, the um, breeding place was able to, which is Terry Anderson. We're going to pray for him today, too, for other reasons. But uh, Terry Anderson was able to come down and pick them up. We'll pick the rest of, of, of them up in, uh, in October. So anyway, but the cows are beautiful. They're happy. And they're uh, settled in. And it really is amazing when you have just incredible uh, animals. I mean, the quality of these animals is, um, is beautiful. They're strong. They're powerful. They're color. They're, they're, their coats are just healthy. Put them out last night. And they're, they've been running together as a herd. So they're all, they stayed together and it's kind of settled in. So it was really nice to see. God's great. It's just awesome. I've been very grateful to be able to get these, these cows. These are uh, really, really good cows. And it's just a real blessing to be in that place to get them. All the other cows I have have sold, so we're able to replace that herd with these. And that's just a real timing timing and everything, which is all kind of interesting in itself. Over the last year, there has been um, a real interesting um experience of bringing things together and I think that's um, what I think is most powerful is that we over this last year is God's put in my heart a number of things and one was cattle which I've went from zero to <laughs> being a cattle owner um, bars fest and um, coffee and I, I bring those things up from particular because it's I think it's a good way of kind of reflecting this morning before we start and just before we get going too much, um, you know, we support my pillow, and I, I support Mike Lindell. And this is really a time that um, we need to continue to keep that support. He had a, if you haven't seen the videos going around, he had a pretty rough uh, moment. I'm glad to see him. He spoke the truth, but it was they've been stressing him and coming after him with everything they can to try to break his company. And, and this is going to be part of kind of the opening theme today is that they're pushing us all to, to break right now. Mike Lindell yesterday, if you've seen the video clip that's going around, just really got pissed off in a, um, I'd call, call it an interrogation. I think legally they call it something else, but it's a deposition. But they're just, these people enjoy getting other people to become angry, to push you to the point that, you want to get violent. We're dealing with human beings. I, I'd like to, I think we, you know, we joke a lot and it would be nice to be able to say that these people are, um, are aliens and it would, it would make ourselves perhaps feel better if we could say that and, and account for the fact that we've got a bunch of lizard heads out here. But the fact of the matter is we are dealing with human beings that find pleasure in getting pain from other people. They find pleasure in destroying things that have been built. They find pleasure in taking power over people. And it's at the core of it, it's because they've chosen to worship the creature rather than the creator. That's uh, Romans 1, 18 to 32. And it's, it's, a, it's an important 
understanding as we step into this because they're going to continue to do this. And the group that they hate the most, that they fear and hate the most in the same breath, are those that follow Jesus. Because they just cannot get people to break. And the worst part about it is, is as they continue to push now in this momentum, what is happening globally is that people are turning more and more to God and finding Jesus in that process. And so as they try to squeeze to break the world, it's going the other way, but they know no other means. So the only thing they can do is do more of it. And they're going to use everything. I mean, they're using a mix of harp and directed energy. They're using arsonists to start fires. They're using lawyers to, to try to put pressure on people. They're throwing people in jail. This is tyranny, and it's our government at the center of it. That entire group of people in Washington, D.C., bar none, bar none, and bar none to anybody that's serving the federal government that's choosing to do nothing in this hour, anybody that's complicit in this is complicit in this evil. And what they're finding is that people don't bow to them, so they do more of it. And so I, I say, I mention all that to kind of set the context because Mike Lindell was in an interrogation and he got really pissed off. And, of course, that's the one clip that everybody wants to spread around, which is the way people are. It's amazing to me that for all the good that Mike's done, and he's done an amazing amount of good, patriots are as as trashy as the mainstream media. And patriot accounts are even more trashy than the mainstream media because if they can find something to go viral, it'll always be a negative. Very seldom will it be a positive. You won't see a viral video going around of Mike delivering pillows to the hurricane victims in Florida. You won't see a viral video of Mike sitting in the St. Louis meeting in, in, with the county commissioners telling the governor, the attorney general, that he'll write a check for $10 million to pay for the canvassing so that the state didn't have to take it out of taxpayer money. You won't find a video of Mike Lindell that comes to Bars Fest in 2021 and his plane breaks down and says, I'm, I'm staying and we're going to see where God leads us and then tells an amazing story. Nor will you see that picture of Mike Lindell shaking the hand of every single person that wanted to talk to him at, at Bards Fest and staying until after midnight to make sure every podcaster had an interview. But you will see a one or two minute video of Mike calling somebody on an asshole. So shame on the patriots who find that to be always the best thing to, to pass around. Shame on the movement for always having to be just like mainstream media. And let us be better. That's my comment. And in so doing, um, my uh, spot for the sponsor, Mike has been an indirect sponsor of this show for since 2001. He the revenues that we were able to generate, thanks to him, paid for Bards Fest 1. And those revenues continue to pay for the Bards Fest and the other things that we do. So thank you, Mike. And Patriots, I just ask that you continue to support my MyPillow. Um, great company, generous man. For those of you that don't know Mike, um, and I don't know him well, but I just encourage you to get to know the real Mike and appreciate just how much he has done for this nation. So thank you, Mike Lindell. 
And also, shame on the patriots that are trying to conspiritualize him and try to suggest that he's some sort of cabal hand puppet. I mean, it just, I get so sick of this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm starting this morning today very candid as I kind of get warmed up with my coffee because it leads me to what I'm about to say, what I was talking about in a minute ago. We're all being tested. And in this moment in time of how we're being tested is going to define how we walk in eternity. There's, this is an amazing test. We are all going to make mistakes. We're all going to stumble. We're all going to be in a place where we um, do things we wish we hadn't done. I did one of those dumb things yesterday and have since apologized and asked for forgiveness. But we, we do things. But it's the person that we become when we stand up and own those and stand up to become greater. And that's part of this trial that we're in right now. This cabal, and I'm and I, as I prayed this morning a lot before, we started the show. I prayed to God and asked for guidance. And I and I, I found myself enraged in anger this morning, which is not a way that I ever like to walk into something as space, special and as sacred as this show. And I was angry at what's going on in New Mexico. Because if you haven't heard, the governor has now decided that once again, we're going to take away the guns and they're going to now declare an emergency action that says you can't conceal carry or open carry in the state of New Mexico. And that's completely illegal. And, and so there's two things that came to this prayer with I would talk to God. I said, once again, we have a woman, excuse me, women, but it's true. Once again, we have a woman who's now supposedly stepped into leadership and has become worse than the men that preceded her. And that's just, I don't know what that is, but that's I know that the inversion is part of everything they do, putting women in place of men. They do it all the time. Secondly, and by the way, women, you should be mad about what I said and not mad at me, but mad at her um, in, a, in a spiritual way, of course, <laughs> a spiritual, a righteous anger way. And, and, I, and I just like I asked Father, I said, listen, how can we not accomplish anger how do we defer from anger when we're watching these people openly just shredding everything that we believe in and we're sitting here on the side and we're conflicted constantly as christians about taking action and flipping tables and loving our neighbor and this is at the core of i think what most of us walk with right now and so i i put that to prayer and the answer that i got was Kind of what I opened with. Father said, well, actually, the answer I got was Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. So let, let me read that first, and then we'll I'll continue. It says, therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses. Actually, let me change this. This is NASB 1995, and I wanted to read the AMP version because it's so much richer. So give me just a second. Um, it, it really, because I, I checked it, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Okay, so it says, this is Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which is easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of the faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, 
who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. And I was like, well, Lord, that was a like a reminder to me of exactly where to sit in the room. And, and I mean that with a smile. They are doing everything they can to incite us to a level of violence against each other because they know that as we finally realize the true evil in the world, they will be held accountable through the hand of God, even if it's our hand bringing the justice, but it will be God that brings the justice upon them, and there's no stopping this. So they're in a state of panic. So I I say all that to just kind of set this condition to set the pace for today. Um, I love great comment. The New Mexico Luciferian communist puppet of the NWO um, must be slapped with tons of lawsuits. Agreed. <laughs> See, th- this is the truth that we have to be bold. And I'm, thank you for that comment. That was Casey Bird for Jesus. I love that. Um, th- this is the boldness of truth is what the pulpit has neutered from the from the pews of the church we have to be willing to step up and just speak those bold truths and call them for what they are and not sit back and go "Ooh, that was kind of cool i wish maybe maybe you hadn't said it so loud we all need to be chiming in on that level because part of the power that we have in this world is truth so i'm let me wrap this with a story before we begin because i you know, you know, it always takes me a few minutes to get warmed up on a, on a 6 a.m., so just bear with me, especially after a long day like yesterday. But I do have a, I almost went octo shot today. I went six shots instead, not quite octo. But man, I've got six shots of coffee with a big cube of butter, and it's great. I know people are like rolling their eyes. Butter? Yep, that's carnivore. Mm. And as someone apparently sent me a word yesterday, they said that Scott is eating carnivore because there'll be no more milk on this on this platform and I'm like thank you lord I like that one that's good okay so kind of get ramped up here it's going to be a good morning here's we here is what we have um so when Laura Lee says butter makes it smooth and wonderful it does if you have not tried coffee with butter please do it's 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 actually called bullet coffee it's really amazing all right so let me let me just get this amazing story to kind of show the glory of God and what happens when we listen. And I won't make it too long because we got a lot of prayers today, but I thank you all for being here. But you got I got to get into the Holy Spirit powerfully here, and we're all going to be like jamming here in a second. All right, so here's the deal. This has been, there's a number of things in my life that have been going on for a long time. One has been this nudge to, to brew coffee and, and to become a coffee roaster. In fact, when I moved back to Oregon in 2019, I started roasting coffee in an old-style, cowboy style, which was in cast iron, and just to kind of start learning a lot more about it because I had been roasting on small scale before, but now I wanted to start to really understand the, the, the whole process of the roast. Okay, that's one. Number two is Bards Fest. I remember in 2017 that I was imagining if we had these big rallies, and even farther back because I was trying to do these back in 2016, and and when in 20, by the time I got to 2017, I'm like, wow, that's unaffordable. I can't imagine doing that, but wouldn't it be cool? All right. And then there's this thing of cows, which a year and a half ago, when Brad 
and I got the property up here. And then Brad says, he calls me about three weeks later. He's like, oh, you need to get cows. And I literally said to him, I'm like, no way. I'm not even going to consider that. Do you know how much time that takes? That was my response. Three weeks later, God puts on my heart to get cows. And a cascade of events opens up, and it's amazing. Now, the idea of coffee is important because I actually, God led me to get the name, which I I I won't even, I'm not sure if that's how we're going to pursue, but I had a URL that I picked up back in the mid 90s, early 90s, or late 90s, that I've held on to and kept renewing and renewing and renewing. And it's still here and it's starting to come together. So that's how far back that goes. So, in a sequence of events that happens over this last year, I get cows. I meet a guy locally through the banker that I had whose husband was running cattle that has helped me learn cattle. We got an initial batch of cattle. Okay, we got that. And then everything started to shift right around Bard's Fest this year coming up. So first we had the war on Bard's Fest 1, which was just like every step of the way I was like, are we doing this or not? This is crazy difficult. It turned out to be an amazing event that opened up massive doors. Shortly after that, as we're planning Bard's Fest 2, a number of events happen. I've been contacted the the got to follow these three pieces, so keep track with me. I've got Bards Fest in play. We're planning the Bards Fest for Kansas, right? Okay. In the spring, I meet. I find the roasting company that I want. I've decided. Okay, Father, I'm listening to you. I'm going to get trained on roasting coffee. So I found the roaster that I want to get, which is built by a company called San Francisco Roaster. And the salesman goes, "You need to meet this guy. His name is Don Cox." He is the best roaster, and he trains for us on our machines, and he will train you. So I call Don. I get introduced. Don's like, I've got some slots. Well, I can't make it happen in the spring. It just doesn't work because it's I've got to fly out to North Carolina, and I'm like, I can't do this. Okay, so remember, Bards Fest at this point is in Kansas, the second one. Don is in North Carolina. In the process, this last spring, I meet Terry Anderson by virtue of doing a search and on the search I do on, online, it leads me to this place called Anderson Land and Livestock. Terry Anderson, he's up in Pendleton. He raises Simangus cattle. I buy it. I go call Terry. I said, I'm curious when your bull auction is. He goes, I've got some bulls. Why don't you come up? I went up and I bought my bull. Incredible animal, beautiful operation, all this. Okay. So now fast forward. Two things happen. Bart's Fest in Fredonia falls apart. And now at about the same time, shortly thereafter, my bull, my, my bull, my herd, I just, I have one of those, one of my steers literally almost roll over the father of the guy that's running cattle. I mean, he went through a fence, a big one to knocked over this cattle chute and went crazy. And I'm like, I'm done with these animals. This is like the third time we've had this happen. And Terry had told me, you need to sell your cattle and get good genetics. So this is the cascade of events. I call Terry. Terry says, I just happened to get him. He's out on the on his 16,000 acres up there, literally driving around. And he's like, Scott, what can I do for you? And remember, I'm a little guy. He's selling cattle like 300, 500 at a time. But Terry's, Terry's got this philosophy that everybody counts. He's a solid Christian. He says, I can have cattle ready for you. And if I've got cattle you can get in September, does that work? I said, yes. Okay. Bart's Fest now shifts. Same dates, but now shifts to uh, our new location in Kentucky, which is wonderful. And I'm so excited about it. I hope you have your tickets. I hope you're going to be there. 
So, um, and as we shift Bard's Fest over to Flemingsburg, Kentucky, then I make a call to Don Cox, who's in Boone, North Carolina, and I say, Don, I'm going to head towards east. I have no idea how far apart these are, by the way. Can you work me in? Don says, I don't know. Let me see what my schedule's like. Then it all clicks. Terry calls me. He says, can you come up, which was yesterday, to get the cattle? They're ready. I've got them. We can load them, and we can get them down to you. It's the perfect time before we move them off to the bigger part of the ranch. I'm like, done. I called Jared. He's like, I'm available. Then Don says he's available. I'm going to Boone, North Carolina to get trained on coffee, and I do the Google search, and it's five hours away from from from, uh, from Bart's Fest. Now, that may sound like, like, okay, big deal. These are three random events that have been spanning my life for literally two or three years that God brings down to a span of time of less than two weeks that they all come together in timing, in place, in execution, and that's the glory of God. There is no way I could have planned that better. Three seemingly random events that come together and all merge and become perfect. And my point of this is, we have to be obedient, and we have to listen, and we have to endure even the attacks of the enemy, because there's been a m- bunch of them on this path, different in each form, but many attacks. And as we learn to stand and endure, we become overcomers, and we meet the glory of what his gift is. That's how I'm disframing today as we begin, because that's a long way of starting a morning where it began with anger. And it arrived at grace and to say, thank you, Father, for where we are. So let's open with a prayer and let's kick it because we've got some good prayers to do today. And there's a lot of people that need prayers. Father God, we just come to you today very humbled and blessed. And uh, just thank you for setting the stage and the conditions today for all that we have and what's before us. Father, as you have shown me today in prayer and reminded me in prayer that we are stepping into the greater authorities that we are stepping into a place now where we can pray into things and claim our authorities and miracles will happen because you've given us those authorities and we are stepping into the role of the inheritance of the children of the Most High. And perhaps, Father, it's always been there, but this is the time and this is the hour. And so as I am reminded by you today, as I share here in testimony This enemy is coming at us in every which way to defeat us, to make us bow, to to force us to, to accept their will. And this is not an easy walk. We will be tested in the physical. We will test be tested in the spiritual. We will be tested through the need for us to lean into our authorities and trust in you. And most importantly, Father, as you've showed to me, is that we have to quit waiting for confirmation and keep our faith bold and strong as we are reminded in Hebrews 12, 1, 2, that the cloud of witnesses who have faith have testified to the truth of the absolute faithfulness of God. So Father, thank you for this as we begin this day of prayer. Bless us with the miracles of your hand and glory. Guide us into a greatness today as we literally spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, heal the sick and broken, cast out demons, raise the dead, and seek to reach the greater nest, the places of greater works than he. Guide us, bless us, in Jesus Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh yeah, we're ready now.
Let's kick it. We got some good stuff to do. Okay. Praise report. My daughter had an ultrasound yesterday on her leg because of a flat, deep mass on her thigh. Turns out it is benign, fatty tumor. Thank you for your prayers last Saturday, Carla Brown. Well, Jesus, thank you. This is awesome. Great news. Always just great to hear these things. And Father God, we're reminded once again that the power of prayer does have direct effect. And that as what we have done here again through the prayer and through your miracles through us, we have neutralized a threat and turned it into something that's the body can handle and the body temple can heal. And whether by hand of a sharp surgery or by hand of the miracles of the body's restoration, this attack on the body was neutralized. We thank you, Father. We continue to pray for healing for Carla Brown's daughter and the continued restoration of that body and to pray as well that this moment in time will settle into her heart as a testimony into the glory of kingdom and the glory of God. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Now, another thing real quick. There was a, I did this the other night. I, pro, I read a prophecy that was written a year ago about hurricanes. It's just interesting because it was written exactly a year ago, September 8th, that hurricanes will increase. And in this prophecy, and I don't know the origin, but it resonated well with me, it said in that prophecy that the word was, you have the powers to rebuke storms. Don't be afraid. Your enemy should be afraid, for I am moving the waters so that to prevent the attacks on the United States. So we prayed against this Hurricane Lee that's coming into the shores of the East Coast. And people are freaking out and so a couple things came out, and I found a really good study on it this morning. First of all, which I don't know if you know, that many of the models that we see on these hurricanes are based on computer modeling. They're not based on actual radar. We're not actually looking at real radar. We're looking at computer modeling. And the computer modeling was modeling this hurricane category five, smashing into the coast, destroying all the East Coast, creating a tidal wave. And we rebuked it in prayer. This morning's report... And I will. We're going to we're going to pray against it again. This morning's report was that Hurricane Lee is already starting to move north, and that likely it will not even hit the East Coast, and it will go all the way up into the higher Atlantic. And the other storm that was supposed to join it is still twelve hundred miles away. So you can take that two ways. You can take that as the luck of the draw that this the that the thermals and all this nonsense in the in the in the atmosphere change it or you can acknowledge that we prayed against it and we said peace be still and God's hand intervened I'll take the latter thank you because it the timing is too perfect so father God we raise our hands against this hurricane Lee and against the associated storm that's trying to join it and father in the in the authorities given to us by our Savior Jesus we speak these words peace be still and we rebuke this storm and its attack on the East Coast. We push this storm out and we change the nature of this storm to where it will flow up north. If there's rains that are needed, that they'll be peaceful and cleansing rains for the land. And the storm itself will be ravaged and torn apart. And this storm will move and dissipate and cause no harm to the people. And, and again, Father, we're going to add a prayer to this, a comment to this prayer, which is for the patriots that keep trying to gin this idea of storms ravaging the East Coast and the, and the 
and as if it's an end of times prophecy or as they're trying to seek vengeance on the cabal, we rebuke that as well. We are rebuking this sort of vengeful heart that seems to be at the nature of so many things and the prideful heart that's exciting in the end of time scenarios. So we rebuke this storm and peace be still and we proclaim peace of the hearts of those speaking to bring a, the, the understanding of calm in a moment of, of the storm. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I don't know if you knew this, but when we say gin things up, the origins of gin is actually genies. They're actually demons. And so when I, mean, I was very intentional when I said that, the when people are ginning things up, they're actually manifesting demons into the action. That's literally what it means because gins were put, they were, that's where genie comes from. Put the gin in the bottle. Yep, that's right. So if you use that term, be very intentional about how you're using it. It's it's crazy. Gin, not yes, gin. I think it's it may be it's maybe J I N N or J G I N. I'd have to look it up. I don't have it before me, but it has to do with genies. Okay, let's let's dig in. We got some more. We just got it warmed up. Praise report, Bards FM. My husband is much better. Prayers work. This is coming from uh, Leg Twin, Texas. Uh, her husband was in the, just to context in the in chat the other day. She asked for emergency prayers because her husband had um, her her husband had fallen ill and they were taking him to the hospital in an ambulance at the time. So it says Bart's FM. My husband is much better. Prayers work. It was heat exhaustion. Texas heat is no joke. Doctors ordered AC or air conditioning until Monday. The prayers made all the difference. We are so appreciative. Thank you. Thank you all. I was in tears with the outpouring of love and godly support I felt from the Bards family when I was en route to the hospital. I wasn't worried. I was overwhelmed with God's comfort. I can't express how much y'all's prayers meant. Father, I just want to thank you for this, again, for the reminder of the power of prayer and how we have the ability to overcome Pray for a blessing upon Leg Twin and Leg Twin Texas and her husband, just to keep them safe. And we pray for continued, rapid, and immediate healing over her husband. As we place a hedge of protection around them and pray for the Holy Spirit to fill their lives and to to restore their health and keep their health strong, both and to keep in an hour that is so critical to be able to stand mighty in the body of of Christ and to be able to stand back and raise their hands and rebuke. Any of the de- any of the demon attacks coming at them, this was a failed attack by the enemy once again, and so we are thankful and grateful for this moment and reminder of the power of prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Here is a um, prayer from from J. Wu. By the way, Barth tickets are on sale as you know, are available. Lots of people getting tickets, which is great. I'm super excited. Powerhouse, just a powerhouse line of speakers. So excited. Spoke to a number of them yesterday. Every day, great people, great names, um, really starting to stack up. So it's going to be good. So we will um, look forward to what's ahead. I think it's, uh, for whatever reason, God's put this on the same weekend July 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Those dates were not determined by me. They were 
They were led by the father and they started back last spring and they've maintained the same dates. That's another thing. When we lost our location in Kansas and pivoted over to Kentucky, that window of time was still open. They didn't have anything booked. So it's intended. But what's interesting is if you do a search on movies, there's all sorts of end of times stuff like meteors striking the earth. There's going to be a massive earthquakes. All of this in the movies is, uh, and boy, God's given me an answer on this, so bear with me. This is going to be a word here in a second. The movies were forecasting an end of times on September 23rd. And it's been a number of them, not just one. And God just basically just put it on my heart. That's why we're having it this weekend, to rebuke this spell casting that they've been doing. I don't think it can be stated enough, the importance of their what they're doing in film and media. And I've talked about this, but I really want this to be part of today's process as we're going through. Spellcasting is at the center of everything they do. And we have the authorities. We have been given the authorities on this earth. And those authorities are rooted in the authorities given to us by Father God and Jesus himself. They have... In order for them to do what they do, they need to get us to comply with our free will. And even more underhanded is they want us to to endorse what they do so that we bring about the ends that they seek. The spell casting that they do are things like movies so that they put us put it in our head that we start to believe that on September 23rd certain events will happen and in so doing we are helping them manifest their evil. I've said this before, and it's very important to get this. And I'm telling you this as God's put it on my heart. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not just making this stuff up. Okay, this has been a lot of prayer I put around it, and God's opened my eyes to this in an amazing way. When they tell us something, like doctors, and we've talked about this, it's very important to keep this in mind as we go through today's prayers. When a doctor says to you, well, Mr. Jones, you have cancer and you have four months to live, that's a spell cast. Right there is a powerful and difficult spell cast to overcome, hence the reason we have to confess to each other for healing and to raise up our prayers. Because what they've done is they've seeded something that we now will endorse and say, okay, I have four months. And the minute that happens, we have accepted their curse. They're doing this on a daily basis in everything they say. So what that nudge was I just got from Father is, They've created an event that they want to manifest on the 23rd of September, which whatever it is, they have put forward the the idea of meteors. Maybe they're going to make it up. I mean, it doesn't mean that we're manifesting a meteor, but if we believe in it and we believe in that end of times moment, they've been given the authority to create it. It could be a nuclear strike. It could be dropping a bunch of space junk out of the sky. I don't know. Dropping another dew weapon on Maui. I have no idea. Instead, and obviously I would say that God's seen this as a significant enough event, we're having Bards Fest, which is to cast out demons and to prepare the, the, the saints for the work of the ministry as we raise our arms and pray and celebrate together the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. And so, deep state, you're on notice. We're coming, and we're not playing. We're not taking prisoners either. We're going to send you right to Jesus into the courts of heaven, so you can have that one on your... Okay, let's continue. This comes from Jay Wu. Good morning, Scott, and the amazing group of prayer warriors, Bards Nation. As always, first and foremost, thank you, Father God. You are the reason for all this, all things good, right, and beautiful. 
Lord Jesus, I lift the body up to you, these, your children, your faithful followers, your, your remnant. Put your hand on us as we prepare and make ready for a great adventure in faith. Bless us, Lord, as we prepare to travel. Bless the aircraft and pilots, the cars, trucks, and jeeps, <laughs> and those driving them. Hmm, I wonder who's driving a jeep. Bless the fellowship during the drives and flights. May there be great prayers, conversations, and singing, much laughter and rejoicing in the presence of you, Jesus. You are with us as we embark on a spirit-filled adventure to Kentucky. Keep us and protect us as we go forth to do your will. Already so many great stories being told of how we've stepped out of in, stepped out in our faith to make this journey. The overwhelming doubts and fears through faith and the beauty and blessings that come from the from being faithful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You bless us so much and so thank you. Thank you. God bless you, Scott. God bless Bar's Nation. Safe travels. Amen. And then with a side note, I'm going to hug every one of you. Sweet. See you soon. Jay Woo. Well, Father God, we just thank you for this great prayer of blessing as we begin today's path and journey for healing and restoration, casting out demons, raising the dead and greater works. And Father, we are in agreement and we concur as we raise our hands and say amen to this experience of safe travels and blessings for all that come. Father, we just ask for an, an additional hand of anointing across this entire festival and all those that are attending, that you may raise up their hearts in the glory of the, of the kingdom, and that in the true theme of things, preparing the work, preparing the saints for the work of the ministry, may you bless each and every one of us and open up those places, the doors to open that only you can open, to fill us each with the Holy Spirit. And as we leave Bard's Fest, experience and leave Bard's Fest, that we step in truly in a new level, a new capability, a new possibility in the world as the children of the Most High to continue to raise up the mightiness of kingdom in all we do. Guide us, Father, bless us in this hour. Jesus, we ask that you can walk with us, be with us, take a seat at the table with us, dine with us, and enjoy this Bards Fest in the fullest of all it is. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. It's been a difficult year. This comes from Keith Kluxdahl. Keith Kluxdahl. It's been a difficult year. My 23-year-old son died July 22nd. My cousin was like an older brother to me, died on March or died in March. A couple of months ago, I went to the funeral of the two-year-old daughter of friends I've known since they were they dated in high school and taught my kids in Awana. And today, I, want, I went to the funeral of my dear friend, Pastor Gary, a strong man of God who planted churches in Central America, Cuba, and Africa, and who succumbed to cancer a couple of weeks ago. I'm needing God's guidance in how to best put my God-given abilities to use to further his kingdom in this intense spiritual battle. I want to do so in a way that honors my son, my cousin, and my dear friend. Soon after my son died, I was pointed out that this is battle, and in the battle there are casualties. In battle, there isn't time to sit down, sit around and lick your wounds, and in battle we have to take the fight to the enemy. That is what I want to do. I am still seriously heartbroken over those losses, but there's so much to be done. Prayers of guidance and strength and discipline, please. Keith. Well, Keith, as I'm, I'm reading this, 
I'm just going to pass a word that was put on my heart, and, and then we'll pray. But Keith, I think that the center of what you're seeking is already before you. That in the legacy of your story, the love for your son, the love for your friends and this child, and the love and example set by Pastor Gary. I believe that Pastor Gary, has his passing has opened a door for you to step into, that you're equipped. And equipping may not sound right, but you're equipped with the reality of this life. God's given you the, the understanding of what this battle is, the need to step in. And there's a need to fill the shoes of Pastor Gary. And you need to take this to prayer. And while this may not feel right to you, it may be like a very big thing. God chooses people in an appropriate time and gives them the context and experience of where they are. So I would encourage you to take this to prayer and to seek out that that place. But as we pray for you, I believe that that door is ready and there's, there's shoes that need to be filled because there's work that needs to be done in the ministry. And it may not be in the same places as Pastor Gary, but definitely I think that you have you have the context to do just that. And as difficult as this is to hear, the loss of your son has allowed you now to be able to step into that role, not because God designed it, but because it happened and you've been set into a place where now you can step into the world and carry that love forward. So Father God, we're praying for Keith today. And this is a these losses are heavy on the heart for all of us. And part of this, Father, we're praying for Keith to hear these words as well, that in war we may not have time to sit and mourn the losses, but in war we come together in prayer to heal the wounds of the battle. This reminds us very much of Jericho and Joshua's army, that as they come around the building each after each day, sitting by the campfires, there's prayers going on to heal the warriors, to strengthen them. Let this be a campfire for for Keith as he sit now to pray with him, pray on him, hands up, and pray around him for the healing and the soothing and the salve of the blood of Christ to fall upon him. Keith, these are difficult times, and we no one can take away your pain other than Jesus. And so, Jesus, we do ask that you can, can be there with Gary to console him, to remind him of the, of the path that he's walked, the beauty and glory of each of these relationships that he's been given, and now to show him the path that's before him with clarity more than even the word given today and specifics of how this next step will be. Gary, you have, Keith, I'm sorry, you have a great deal given to you here. And as your mentor, Pastor Gary, has, and I would call him that, it's probably me taking a step, but that's just the word that I'm given, your mentor, and that's as as that's God wants me to say that, your mentor, Pastor Gary, he has done some, he's done things in his world to expand the body of Christ, and there's a need to fill that space. And in the honor of what you're doing and honoring your son and honoring your the children, you're reminded of the beauty of creation. You're reminding of the perfection and beauty and the preciousness of time of what we create. And in extending in the, the need to take the love of Christ into the world, as we're reminded by Pastor Gary. So, Keith, we pray upon you the blessings of Holy Holy Spirit. We pray upon you the, 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 the healing. We place a hedge of protection around you and rebuke any of the demonic attacks. We break any chains. They, were, they may be sitting their legacy from the past, and we free you 
in this moment to step more mightily into the, the body of Christ, remembering that we walk first as spirit and second as, as in human form. Seek the word of God on this. Take it to prayer, but we bless you with all and, and pray that, Lord, that, we, that these doors will be opened clearly, mightily, and, and decisively in Keith's life to allow him to step through now and to take all this experience and blossom and truly shine in the body of Christ for all the world to see. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, next up, good morning prayer game. Approximately 30 years ago, I got the mandatory hepatitis B vaccine in order to finish the semester at a bachelor's nursing program. I had a bad reaction and subsequently received intravenous immunoglobulins for years. Those who now, those have now stopped and that forced me to retire just months from 62 years old. My symptoms have gradually worsened over time and walking with two canes and maintaining balance that has become increasingly difficult. Please pray for healing. Thank you, Patricia. And Patricia, you have taken this case to the true healer, not the doctors, but the, but the true healer, which is our Savior, Jesus, the blood of the cross, and Father God. So, Father God, we raise up our prayers this morning for Patricia, and I'm already seeing it. These canes are going to be cast aside. Patricia, you are now going to be healed. Pick up your crate, walk, and be healed. This is the moment now that truly you've taken this case to the courts of heaven. And, Father, we present this case to you before the throne and ask truly for the blessing in the name of Jesus that this that Patricia can be healed. Let this legacy of walk as, a, as trying to be restored and healed through the institutions of medicine be recognized as a, a long walk of realizing the true healer. And as we bring this case to you and we bring this on, the, on behalf of Patricia, all in unison in prayer, Father, we declare miraculous and amazing healing. We declare healing over her entire body. We declare that anything that was legacy in her is gone. We break the chains and the binds of any sort of demonic that may have been established either through the shot or other times in her life. We honor her love and, and, the, and the humility to present it to you now to seek healing through you, Jesus. And we ask that the blood of the cross can flow upon her to heal her and restore her fully. These, ch these canes will need, be needed no more. And it's interesting, Father, for as we say the words cane, we also, with a simple installation of an H, we hear the word chain. So these canes, chains will be with you no more. They are now broken and cast aside as we raise you up truly in the glory of heaven, Patricia. And we declare healing, miraculous and immediate healing over this body temple that you've been given. Bless you. Please bring this to heaven and in your prayers guide you. And Jesus, please sit with her and place your hands upon her till they realize the glory and love that heaven brings. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Scott. You feel this this morning? I do. I mean, I'm. this is me talking, not the prayer. Do you feel this this morning? It's just like the minute I'm starting to feel this, like we can real, really settle in on us today. Anything is possible. We are overcomers. We just have to lean in. And I think the more that we press into the to this with the reality that we will overcome, I think this is, and that it's not an issue of if. It's not an issue of hesitation. It's an issue of this is our role. 
this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing is bringing the healing into the world. So there you go. Just a little side note there. Like You didn't even ask for it. You got it extra without even having to pay for a side dish. It was there, delivered right with your steak, which is, a, I hope you're eating carnivore. That's all I can say. I hope you're eating carnivore because it is, it, this is the best. I'm telling you. Coffee with butter and steak and beef in the morning. I'm telling you, grass-fed. Whew, gets you fired up for prayers like you've never imagined. The warrior in you comes out. Okay, back to prayers. Good morning, Scott. I am so grateful for your faith in holding Alan and his family up in prayers. We are resolute in declaring and believing in the healing power of the Lord Jesus and know it is it, um, and know it by his mercy, grace, and what will be, what will uh, be, will, what the outcome will be. Alan's sister, Christina, my niece. Remember, Alan, um, Alan was in a bad accident, just to remind you. This is from Casey Bird or Casey Hammond. Um, Alan's sister, Christina, my niece, updated me last night that he is now having delirium and, and cannot communicate well verbally and has started having impulsive and violent outbursts requiring a one-to-one staff plus a family member in the room. He is not sleeping, and the sedatives are minimally effective. Christina said this occurs often with TBI, but she is fully trusting in God that this will not be permanent. Please continue to pray for him. We know that with God all things are possible. Thank you, Scott. God be with you. Grace and strength in Jesus. Casey Hammond. Father, you know my own walk in this. I've been through a, a pretty bad accident in 2001, and I, and I say this just very humbly because you've given me so many experiences to be able to speak with truth and firsthand knowledge on many things, not all, obviously. But TBI is difficult. Um, the brain injury is not in our control, seemingly. And so, Father, we, this is one of these moments, knowing this, that doctors can't touch this. Doctors can't repair this. These are things that drugs don't fix. And it's the, the power of the body, the power of our spirit, the power of prayers that fix this. Uh, Casey, I'm just going to give you this word, and this comes both from experience and a nudge and reminder from Father. Um, sacral cranial massage therapy. Sacral cranial massage therapy. I may have said it wrong. But it's, sacral cranial massage therapy. Seek it out. It's most amazing if you can find it as someone who does it. It's really incredible what it does and how it affects positively TBI. And I've, I've had it. I know it. And uh, it was very helpful. So I say that to you in, in uh, both it's a nudge from Father and firsthand experience. Father, we're just praying now upon Alan in this difficult moment. These sort of brain injuries short-circuit things. And, and as the brain is trying to recover and restore, a lot of the wiring gets confused and even uh, and broken. So, Father, we're, we're just we're putting our hands above Alan, and we're just praying into this as a massive voltage power burst of the power of the Holy Spirit in prayer to just put through his body and to restore his body from t- head to toe and toe to head. And, Father, we place a hedge of protection around Alan. And in this hedge of protection, any of the demonic that's there, we, those chains are broken, and we cast those demons out. Jesus, any of these demons that come near him for whatever reason, they're, they're these predatorial little uh, twerps, we are placing before the feet, your feet to do with them as you wish, but we are also binding them for eternity to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. And then you can cast them down to the lake of fire if you want. I'm good with that. So, 
Father, as we pray upon Alan, we pray for the restoration of this body and this mind. Father, these are difficult times with the shaking of the brain, and so we're praying, praying through the, a salve to be pushed through the, through the blood to be massaged into the brain. And as this is happening, the swelling begins to dis- diminish, and we start to see the neurons reconnect, and we're starting to see the electrical flows go, and the memories start to restore, and the short-term memory comes back. And Father, we're starting to see eyes seeing clearly, and the balance issues within the head start to stabilize, and we start to feel a breath of the Holy Spirit flow in to Alan. And Alan, as you're, if you can hear these words in your state, as you breathe in, you're breathing in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is filling your body and every part of your body from head to toe to toe to head. It's being restored. Your body's being healed, healed in a miraculous way. And Jesus, we just ask that you can be there with Alan. Place your hands upon him. Allow him to witness the glory of who you are. Allow him to see you clearly. And in the process, let this healing be perfected and healing be completed. And Alan, we're praying into this, that this experience, Father, will be so powerful that it will leave Alan with a true transformational process. There is a transformation happening in this body. This is a change to go from you where you were to where you are, a new being in the body of Christ. And as we do this, we're seeing a restoration into the mightiness and gloriness of heaven to work through an individual to yet create another powerful soldier in the army of Christ, to step into the world, to speak boldly the glories of miracles in the living God. So, Father, we pray this healing over Alan. And may this, and Jesus, may your hands as they step across him and the blood of the cross touch him, and may this man be healed, restored, and brought back greater and in more beauty and perfection in the spirit than he ever was. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for my papa, Robert Vickery, who is back in the hospital with emphysema. (laughs) Someone help me out. I thank you. I'm laughing because you know how I am with medical names. I always screw them up. I mean, that's just like, I, I try not to, trust me but I managed to like tongue twist them every time. So apparently Nikki is helping me along or somebody is helping me along and now phonetically spelling them for me so I don't get them wrong. Thank goodness. Thank the Lord. Praise Jesus. This is good. Okay. So we're continuing. Um, Who is back in the hospital with emphysema and has spots on his lungs that may be returning cancer. He's confident he's in the Lord's hands and all he needs are prayers. So, Father, I love that statement. The confidence of, of your child to know that all you need is prayers to be healed. Not, not the idea that somehow we need to rely on the draconian medicine of the death camps to heal us. The true healer, the true doctor, the true, the true hospital for the children. It all sits in kingdom and the glory of the Holy Spirit. Father, we, we raise our hands just in joy as we pray for, for Robert Vickery. And we pray that the, the prayer request given to us by J. Crest 3698 be heard. That Father, this is a man who has stepped in and said all he needs is prayers to heal. We give those prayers. And we in a full agreement as we raise our hands and amen. Father, we pray for, for, for Robert Vickery. We place a hedge of protection around him and fill this place full with the Holy Spirit, that those spots on his lungs are just slow, just washed away, and that whatever 
parasitic issues or whatever issues sit within his body. The Holy Spirit is flowing through from head to toe and toe to head, from kingdom to earth, completely cleansing this this body and this soul. There's something spiritual here, though. It's important, I, and I can't quite see it, but this is for Jay Kress and his and his papa. This is there's something spiritual here that's it's coming at this. So we're we're breaking those chains right now. We break those chains of any spiritual connection. We establish this powerful hedge of protection with the blood of Christ. We rebuke any of this sickness of any kind. Any influence by the demonic is cast out. And with this, as as Robert breathes in, breathes in, this is the power of the Holy Spirit flowing through you. Everything you can feel from your toe to your head, your head to your toe, every cell is just tingling with the joy and glory of the Holy Spirit within you. Robert, no matter what heaviness is there, take time to laugh and smile a bit. Father's nudging that along quite a bit this morning that we must always remember the joy and glory of kingdom, not the heaviness and darkness of the enemy. So Father, as we pray into Robert, we're praying into the joyful power of healing within the Holy Spirit, that this completely consumes Robert from head to toe and toe to head, and that with this, we're filled with the glory and the, and the love to surround him, the light of the glowing entity, of, of glowing presence of, of Jesus. And we say these things and declare healing over Robert, Robert in Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for a first-time mom carrying twins. The babies are trying to come early but need to stay put until November. They've done surgery and she's on the hospital bed rest. Father, we pray for health and vitality for the mom and baby's Jesus' mighty name. See Yahweh. So I think, I don't think see Yahweh is the one. I think we're praying for somebody else. Either way, Father, you know who it is. We're good. We're good. Father, what a, we get these great, great prayers, Father, of, of, new, of new ones coming into the world. And sometimes I think that some of this is these, these, little, these little ones that are so excited about getting into the world, they're trying to get out early. So we might like cool some jets here for a little bit. Like, chill, little ones. Your time is coming. We're coming into the world at an appropriate time. So, Father, we'd pray just down a blessing of a, of a beautiful and and painless and uh, stressless carry of these two babies coming into the world. What a blessing, Father, we have here as two young souls enter the world as a reminder of the power of creation and the glory of innocence that steps into our world. Our enemy is always looking and lurking to try to disrupt things. But somehow, I don't think this is one of those. I think this is two eager young souls that are wanting to come into the world. And it's like, yo, baby, chill it a little bit. God's got his time. So, Father, we just pray for just a beautiful anointing over this mother and her two children, her two twins, and a beautiful power and wrapping her in the glory of heaven and the beauty of the, of the light of heaven, and just to fill her truly with the just a beautiful flowing of the Holy Spirit to keep these two young babies in her calm, breathing, settle down, breathe, settle in with mama, hold yourself there, and just let the Holy Spirit flow through you. This is an anointing of the children as it is of the mother. And as we breathe in together and that Holy Spirit fills her, we're just praying for a smooth and just perfect birth, all with the carry all the way to term. No challenges. We've already had some intercession done here medically, and that's okay. And so now we're praying for incredible restorative healing and incredible power over this body 
to bring, to raise and grow these children within the womb so they can just become full-term, mighty, strong within kingdom, entering to the world healthy, excited, energized, and just to to bless this with a smooth and steady flow until the end, until the term. And that's only about two months out, Father. And so we're just asking that Holy Spirit wrap her around. And Jesus, we would ask that you could just make yourself presence and place your hand upon the womb to let those two young ones know you as the mother knows you. Show your face and bring the blessings of heaven upon them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so Warriors for Christ has a number of prayer requests. We're going to go through each one. So, number one, truth. A fellow born again believer in Christ is asking for prayers of intercession for their repentance of sexual immorality. During times they are Alone in the evenings, they are tempted to indulge in the watching of pornographic videos that that invoke unpleasant thoughts. They recognize this as it is by the grace of God that they no longer are surrounded by influential people who encourage deviant behaviors and struggle to the battle of things on their own. Please join me in praying the enemy off our family. Well, Father, this is one of these addictions that is just nasty. And unfortunately, it's purely demonic. And it, it, it once it gets its hold, it's very much like an addictive heroin in the minds of men and women, unfortunately. This is a, a dual-hatted thing because truth is going to have to, this is deeper than just being a believer. This is one now that you're going to have to step before the throne and you're going to have to rebuke this as well in the name of Jesus. But we will we'll set the conditions because ultimately the addictions for porn, we can, establish, we can establish protections and we can pray off this, but the addictions from porn have to come from within. And the ultimate chance, the ultimate way of breaking these demonic connections is to speak Jesus and to declare Jesus and to rebuke it with all the force, and we will reinforce those calls. So, Father God, we establish a hedge of protection around truth, a mighty one, and may this hedge of protection be established around truth with the blood of Jesus. And as a believer, we obviously know the power of this, but we have to understand that this isn't just about guilt or influence or just casting off demons. This becomes a place of understanding that you are under attack, truth. The enemy is finding its way into you and finding a way to weaken you. And that's because you've got something great to offer in kingdom. Not that we all don't, but there's something the enemy's trying to prevent you from doing. And unfortunately, in whatever emotional state you're in, there's some little kernel in there that's telling you you're not worthy. And that's a that's a that's just an honest statement from heaven and from myself. There's something in you that's telling yourself you're unworthy. So we're playing into that to begin with. That whatever that voice is, we rebuke that. That's the voice of the devil. You are made in the perfection of God. You are a child in the heaven of, of in the heavens, a child of the Most High. And you need to step into that role and realize the mightiness and glory of what that is and realize the enemy is after you to cripple you, knock your legs out from under you, and keep you down through this ridiculous obsession with pornography, which is not real, has nothing to do with reality. 
It's two-dimensional. It doesn't breathe. It doesn't walk. It has no sense of love. And it's just conjuring you in with a hook is stimulating your neurochemicals to make you think that this is a pleasure you want. And you know the burdens and guilt that that brings because once you go through that process and you use that for sexual stimulation, you know the, the energy drain it gives, you know the weight that it puts upon you, you know the guilt that it weighs upon you. It's designed to destroy you. So we rebuke those demons, Father. We establish a hedge of protection with the blood of Christ. And any of those demons that are there now, those chains are broken. You have no more authority over truth. The authority is that your authority is now broken and cast out. And furthermore, Father, we as we pray into this, we are any of those demons that attempt of any further method, any, any demon, any form that tries to lure truth in, in any form. They are rebuked. They are bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for the eternity. And Jesus, we place those demons before your feet to do with as you wish. Now, truth, we're speaking to you in a powerful way. You were, where prayers are floating in for you, flooding into you to give you that strength of the Holy Spirit where two or three are gathered, mighty things happen, and where we confess our sins in public. But this confession doesn't come from you today. It comes through another proxy. And this is important because you need to confess in front of others this process, whether you have or not, and declare that as hands are raised and hands are placed upon you to speak into the power of the glory of Christ. And you need to take the position of you as a warrior, not a warrior, not as someone who's being victimized and being attacked. You're a warrior. Step into this arena. This is a fight. And you're choosing to win or lose right now in the choices you make. And every time you open those doors, you're allowing the enemy to pummel you. And you know that these blows of the enemy wages are greater than anything you can imagine. So stand up, get your armor of God on, understand that you're under attack, get a spine into this fight, and be, be powerful in the name of the Lord. Rebuke these demons, and in, this, in the name of Jesus, rebuke these demons. And in the name of Jesus, we rebuke these demons as we... Flood in the power of the Holy Spirit for healing of the heart, strengthening of the rock of faith on which truth stands, and to now press in with the glory of the, of the Holy Spirit fully surrounding him. And in truth, as you breathe in, that glory is flowing through your body. The gifts of life are before you. The enemy's taunting you with the trickery of death. Choose whom you serve in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Mason is a 13-year-old boy struggling with music that glorifies the enemy in the worldly bait. He is a born-again believer who the Lord is showing the reality of the spiritual war, and the enemy has in induced a fever upon his body. He was a family of strong believers. He has a family of strong believers who are trying to teach him to resist the devil so that he will, feel, will flee for, for, uh, from him a message that he has not taken very seriously until now. He is asking for prayers to destroy the warfare against him and to free him from the grip of the enemy and strengthen his faith and personal pursuit of the relationship in Christ. So let me, um, we're going to, let me read this next part, which is really kind of the prayer towards them, and then we'll finish this. Father in heaven, as these two believers struggle Similarly, we call on your Holy Spirit to lead our prayers to accomplish the requests of these people who are being attacked by the enemy. Lord, that we would break the chains of enslavement of the war against these men and their addictions in the world. Teach them to be faithful and declare victory over them, that they can take refuge in your world that says they are free and that they have the renewing of the minds. They are overcomers because they are followers of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
keep their minds focused on truth. Father, reveal to them the severity of the enemy's destructive devices over the lives and bind and cast the enemy with them. Teach them to surrender all to your lordship, taking counsel on one hour at a time, consuming more of your world each day and sparing, sparing no time to be idle, a grooming, a grooming bed for the enemy. Rather that the pursuit of pleasures for themselves, we bind and cast a spirit of rebellion and lust for the world from these men and free them from the name of authority of heaven, earth, and, and the things below. Lord, raise up these men to be mighty warriors, praying without ceasing, and keep them with all temptations. Lord, we are grateful for your mighty power against the enemy, and declare these men free and healed with faith far greater than confines of a mustard seed, and trust that your divine protection be upon them. In Jesus' name, the name above all names, amen. Not today, Satan. Tomorrow don't look good either, (laughs) warriors of Christ. No, it don't. You better be on the run, because we're here. Well, Father, we're going to pray now for Mason, this 13-year-old boy. And as we establish a hedge of protection around him, these are words for Mason. And Mason, you need to hear however this comes about. These are choices, ultimately, that we're making. And we understand that the enemy is coming to attack you, Mason. But unfortunately, when we start to say, we're using these phraseologies of the enemy is attacking me, we have a tendency of not taking ownership ourselves. You're making choices. There is a, these addictions are purely of the, of the temporal space. These addictions are things that somewhere in you, there's something that's telling you that you need this and that this is the only thing giving you value and worth. That's the, that's the big lie. At the core of this is the lie that somehow this music gives you something that you can't get from the Holy Spirit. That's the lie. The Holy Spirit is greater than anything you can possibly imagine. The love in Jesus is greater than anything you can possibly imagine. The love in God is greater than you ever imagined. And we are dealing with a warrior king. So I want you to step back for a minute, Mason. Just imagine yourself listening to this music as you stand before one of the greatest, the greatest warrior ever on earth, Jesus. And imagine yourself telling him you're ready to go to war. You have to make these choices. We'll pray and we pray for the rebuking of this enemy, but this is your work inside to make the true choice as a believer. As a believer, it's not just words. These are actions. And when you've accepted Christ as your Savior, you become a target for the enemy. Unfortunately, few teach that. So we're giving this word to you today, that you, when you accept Christ, step into the arena of the fight. And the enemy is ready to take you out. And if the enemy is trying to take you out, it's because the enemy knows that yet another one is joining Christ's army and there's something that Christ has intended for you. And by the way, it ain't going to be easy, brother. Not going to be. Because it never was intended to be. We To be a warrior in Christ's army, you have to want it. This is, this is what we call embracing the suck. Because you have to want it. And if you want to be a warrior in Christ, then start acting it. So declare yourself as as a child of Jesus, saved within the body of Christ, renewed into a new form. Rebuke these demons as you raise your hand and cast them aside. Know that they will continue the attack. Heal your armor and seek out that which is within you that is giving you the desire to feel that you are unworthy because you are worthy as a child of God. 
Father God, we pray upon Mason in a mighty way that the, the wisdom flows within him and the boldness of the warrior of Christ fills him and that these demons that are connecting him as a, as a community around Mason, we rebuke that demonic con- connection. We sever those chains and repel his attack. We establish a hedge of protection around him with the blood of Christ. And Jesus, we just ask that this young man who has sought you can now witness your face. Let yourself be known, Jesus, in the mightiness and the glory of a warrior king. Let Mason experience the mightiness and humbleness it is to to be before you, the power of all your might, to remind him of whom he serves. And this is a moment, an hour for both of these men to remind him, each of you are choosing whom you serve. And these little trip-ups you do and falling back to porn, yeah, these are like little landmines along the way. And every time you do it and you detonate and blow off your foot, it takes quite a while to heal. So let's just stop it. Let's just get real here. We're in a war. And you're choosing each and every day who your commander is. So ask yourself a simple question. Why do you seek that which is degrading and demoralizing to be your commander in chief? Why are you not seeking the glory of heaven and the mightiness of our warrior Lord and Savior, Jesus? And my answer will probably be two things. And I think this is where God's nudging me. Each of these two men carries something within you that's telling yourself you're not worthy. We break those chains. That's a ridiculous statement. You're the mighty child, children of God. And secondly, you apparently have not met or have a close relationship with Jesus to realize how great this king is that you serve. So Father and Jesus, we are asking in your name, with the blood of the cross, to make yourself present to these new men, to, sh- to these two men, to shake them to the very core of the mightiness of who they serve and to inspire them now to stand up and to be the men of God in this hour. May the blessings of heaven pour upon you. May the glory of, of the Holy Spirit fill you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, beautiful Bards family. I'm asking for prayer for my coworker's mother who may have have stomach cancer. Her name is Becky and she believes in healing and knows the Lord well. Hands have been placed on her and she is in is a, at peace. Thank you. Let me just I'm sorry I've got to reread this again. I'm asking for prayers for my coworker's mother who has have stomach cancer. Her name is Becky and she believes in healing and knows the Lord well. But when you do an intense prayer, sometimes you roll the necks, and I'm like, my mind's still on the other place. So that's I just had to kind of resettle myself. Oh, P.S., no COVID jabs taken. Oh, good. Janice McCamish. Okay, Janice. Thank you for the prayer request. We're happy to pray for Becky. So, Father, we're we're placing our hands out here and just in, in declaring the healing and power of the, of the kingdom to heal Becky. She is the obviously the mother of a co-worker who has stomach cancer. You know these details, Father. person who chose not to take the jab, it's another great moment. Every time we read this, it's just amen, truly. And so, Father, we're, we're establishing this beautiful, glorious hedge of protection around Becky. And we just pray for the glory and just the loving and powerful, joyous flow of the Holy Spirit within her. And this stomach cancer, whatever it is, it's completely rebuked. And we push that out. Now, for for Janice, and you've heard me say this many times here, 
medical system and the food that we eat are very important in causing these problems. I don't know what treatment she's on. I don't know what her diet is. But you need to seek a cleansing diet. And it's definitely not with GMO-grown garbage. So I would encourage you to explore and research the powers of carnivore or keto diet. And I would encourage you to explore the the the, the the systems that are placed out on Dr. Lee Merritt's site, the medical rebel to look at this in terms of parasitics. The body needs to flush the parasites and the body needs to be able to regenerate itself with, without the pollutants and other things that are causing genetic misfires. So that's the, that's a wisdom that God gives every week and it pivots every week off of this. And so I'd encourage you to share that Janice and we just pray into the greater wisdom that will flow with that. Again, God will lead you, and we're, we're none of us here are doctors. I definitely don't wear a white coat. Dr. Lee Merritt does, but I don't. And I don't, I, I'm not trying to in any way give medical advice, but there are wisdom here that is there for you to research and find and let God lead you in this process. So, Father, we pray massive, and we declare massive healing upon Becky, and we do this with the blood of Christ, and Jesus, we declare these things in your name that we bring these things to heaven and we pray truly for the healing and restoration of Becky in such a powerful and profound way that it's undeniable that this comes from, from heaven, that the Holy Spirit is just r- rushing through every cell of her body, rejuvenating, cleansing, purifying. And with this, we be, there is the urge and the excitement to speak of the miracles of heaven in the, in the healing of the body and the healing of the mind, the soul, and the spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request. My daughter, 37, my 37-year-old daughter, excuse me, Erica, went into the hospital. Her gallbladder ruptured. She is in, she is septic. They will remove it when the poison is gone. Can you already, can we say that? Can you already start to see the poison pushing out of her body right now? Can you join me in that? And just, like we breathe in, we just kind of like, you can just feel as we speak these words, we're immediately, as these requests come in, we're immediately in that place of, of healing and the mindset of healing and the, and the blessings of healing and the authorities of healing that Christ gives us. So that, that, that poison's pushing out right now. What makes this horrible is that she is a drug addict. Now that's another poison. We're going to pour that out. Can you see that? The, the, you're going to see just this poison just pull out of her body. Okay. So going into the hospital, she went cold turkey. She is in unbelievable pain in every way. Please pray for the healing and that addiction be removed. Thank you, Scott and prayer warriors. Lori. I've witnessed some of this when people go cold turkey on these drugs. It is probably the worst, believe it or not, is alcohol. Alcohol can actually, other drugs your body gets through through extreme pain, but alcohol can actually cause the body to go into seizures and die in the in the you die in that process. Unfortunately, this is a process that has to happen. And so we're going to pray into this and really see this as a blessing for this young girl, Erica. As difficult as it is, the walk to freedom is never easy. So, Father, we're going to pray upon Erica in a massive way now. We're just, as we're praying in, as we begin this prayer request today, we could just feel and see the flow of the Holy Spirit pushing those poisons out of her body. 
And as this is happening, the body's resetting itself, and there's there's a war going on within her. And part of that war is demonic because drugs are a portal to the demonic realm. So we've established and are establishing a hedge of protection around Erica, a mighty one. This is one that's with on the on the walls. We post the warrior angels to protect her, and any demonic force attempting to come in now is not only rebuked but slain by our by our warriors, and. <clears throat> Any demon that attempts, even in distance, to try to enter and, and influence Erica, you're cast to the feet of Jesus and you're forever bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. And, and from this, we even submit you to the warrior class of angels to be dealt with as necessary. This is a young girl that has an opportunity now to step into the world, to be freed from the grips and chains of the, of the horrible control which the demonic realm makes. And so we break those chains. We're each of us there with a mighty axe, breaking those chains as we see the sparks of the chains break and the glory of heaven light up and the whole place with around here fill with the light of heaven. The Holy Spirit is flowing through her and as the demons scream and run, we hear the backflow of the joy of the angels' voices singing and filling her body truly with the melody of heaven. And there we see the warriors on their horse and steeds, crushing those demons and crushing them and casting them out forever. Father, we just ask you to hear our prayers for Erica. This is a child that has been ravaged by the temptations that the devil deals so well. The traps that are set to hold us and bind us forever into eternity, into a cycle of pain. And let this moment of pain be transformed into a moment of freedom. Let the power within her rise up and the spark to live come greater than the spark to die. And may the words be known within her and to hear her deep within her that you are worthy, you are a child of God. And Jesus, may you be before her and show your face and hold this child. To have her truly put eyes upon you, to realize who you are and whom she serves, to set her free and speak the words, Jesus is Lord. And in so doing, set herself free. Father, we pray freedom for Erica, healing for Erica in Christ Jesus' name. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Desperate need for prayers for a young man who is absolutely struggling and suffering and pain in his body and his soul. Satan has a grip on him this very moment, and he, is, he just told me he wants to end his life, and he's a survivor of traumatic brain injury. And God brought him back to life, but he struggles to know his worth in all the pain of his body that is causing him to just call it, call it over. I'm sending prayers now, and having been for the last hour, he won't respond to me, and I gather that he is, this is something that he's been struggling with for a very long time, and I have just recently come into his story. There is purpose in his life, and I pray that he will, would know that. Know that. I pray for the light to just wipe out the darkness and demonic evil spiritual attack and stand him up and walk him outside into the sunshine and beautiful weather so God can brighten his soul, Julie Frederick. Father, we're all being tested, and we begin today's prayer today with that very framework as you placed upon me a framework of understanding that in this hour, their great testing and shaking is occurring. 
and that every avenue is going to be and every tool being deployed against your children to shake them. These are moments of Job over and over and over. And sadly, Father, with the way that we are and the, and the not knowing you, not having an intimacy with you and lacking many times a community that can be around you to pray with you and raise you up, the enemy often has a great skill, great skill in convincing us that this life is unworthy, that we are unworthy, and that we must release ourselves somehow from the gift that you give us. Father, we break those chains. And around this young man, we break those chains. You know who this young man is, and we're breaking those chains that are trying to pull him down into the darkness and convince him that somehow this gift of life that he was given is not worthy. Those are lies. And we rebuke that demonic attack upon him as we set a hedge of protection around him and flood that space as the demons pull back with the glory of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit be the mortar that reinforces and the steel that builds the shield walls around him. We're placing and calling upon heaven to place war angels around this young man to protect him. And Jesus, we're asking you in the name of the, of the authorities given to us and declaring the healing upon him, we ask that you can step in and show your face. Let this young man meet you, see you, understand who you are, whether in dream or physical presence. Let him understand whom he serves. In this noisiness of the world and the chaos and the injury that he carries, whatever ailments are upon his body, we rebuke them. The chains of the demons are broken and they are no more. And may we see the power of the Holy Spirit flood upon him and from head to toe and toe to head, the restoration within his body be complete. As he breathes in and breathes out, each moment of breath is a moment that he walks closer and closer into the space of kingdom. Let him hear the words upon the, within, his, his, within his body, within his soul, within his mind, within his spirit. You are worthy. You are a child of the Most High. May that restoration be complete across everything that he is. As his eyes and the scales from his eyes fall, the deception and delusion that's placed there by the father of lies. And this is a direct rebuke to Satan. As we raise our hands and we say, Satan, no more. You have no dominion here nor to your demons. This is not one of yours. And we've interceded as behalf of the children of the Most High, declaring this child free and set into the hands of heaven to be restored and to be raised up and to be mighty in kingdom. And Satan, this is a warning to you. As this, as this young man is raised up, you think you have dominion over him. You have none, for those chains have been broken. And we rebuke this attack fully in the declaration given to us by the blood of Christ. And hear those words. For this young man now is being gifted with a knowledge, a deep knowledge is being put within him right now to raise him up. And he will be now a formidable enemy to confront the demonic as he steps in, being freed from their voices and stepping into the realm to help others set themselves free. Bless him, guide him, and raise him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, moving forward here. Prayer request. This is for my boss who's been dealing with an extremely difficult situation with her husband, a veteran who's a very broken man, including recently discovered Adderall addiction uh, of his. 
she told me that she loves the man she married, not this person. I love him so much, and he's gone. Okay, well, I got I got to stop this. Yeah, we're going to continue, but I got to set some words straight. Remember what I've said about spellcasting. We have got to stop this. Father, I'm just I'm going to pause this prayer. We're just praying for people to start listening to what they speak and what they write. Words are the power of life and death. And let that resonance and truth settle in upon the hearts. Let us stop spellcasting. In Christ Jesus' name. Not this person. I love him so much he's gone. No, he is not gone. He's been pulled away by some of the tools of the enemy. He is still there. He's always been there. He's a child of the Most High. She's in a stage of grief and trauma, which is the demons working here, where it's just hopelessness and comments like, want to go to sleep and never wake up. A relationship built on a man, not on the body of Christ. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm tearing this one apart because it's so important that we understand this is not a criticism or a rebuke or judgment, but it's very important that we understand the words that we speak. And this is not towards the person who wrote the prayer. It's echoing these other things that are being said. These were in quotes. Hence, my request for prayer backup is I'm putting up with, as I'm not putting up with anyone I care, as I'm not putting up with anyone I care about feeling hopeless. Good. Excellent statement. Excellent statement. My prayer is that it comes out in court on Tuesday morning, September 5th, that he's on at least one mind-altering drug. That the restraining order stands for now and she feels safe at home for him to be ordered into rehab, for divorce papers to be put on hold until such time as rehab proves successful and the psychosis ends and he heals emotionally, physically, and spiritually that they can shred those prayers together, shred those papers together. A neighbor of mine is a nurse and noted the horrors of Adderall, so this man is absolutely under a spell of psychosis, paranoia, as well as many other side effects of the evil drug. This spell must be broken and an incredible God-filled awakening must happen to him and a realization of what's happened to his life and the lives of his wife and teenage daughter, my boss's stepdaughter, who he's manipulating against her as a result of his actions, influenced by Satan's lies. My prayer is she is blessed with the spirit of warrior pride, a warrior bride who will arm her up and fight for her husband just as their marriage vows say, in sickness and in health, for better or for worse. She was already most of the way there with their with, with her joining a PTS support group to know how to help him in her, in her role of being a loving and devoting wife of a veteran. May she be blessed with clearest sight, no more pain-filled tears, and more rest and focus on the spiritual attacking that's happening so she knows how to fight for her family. She also, may she also be blessed with the resources needed to endure this time as, as he's emptied their bank account. May they both be blessed the receiving only godly advice as a co-worker told me and she's told my boss to just cut her losses and was moving and was proving various resources information my guess is divorce type 
I had to spend time with God in my garden later that evening after finding this out as my anger was strong against this coworker for the careless and callous advice. He's not disposable. He's sick and he needs help. Amen. She told me that she was given other horrible advice from others to lie and say he's hurt her before so he she could so that she's never uh, but she's she said she's never hurt her or physically threatened her before she refuses to lie and i told her to under no circumstances lie period lying always comes back may those who speak such horrible words and give such sick advice be silenced and only be allowed to speak godly words or don't say anything at all may her lawyer be blessed with a godly wisdom as well as the judge as well as the lawyer. We need prayers for compassion here as well and grace and mercy. She told, that's me, she told me that her lawyer is going to have her read the text she's, he's sent, which include him acknowledging that he needs help, which I also read when she came to the office because she's she feels safe there and showed me with tear-filled eyes. Talk about a tug of war in, in a man's mind. There's something special about this woman, and she's never once used the word step when referring to her husband's daughter. It's always been about my daughter. I told her that the truth always comes out. May this be a very soon so that they can each see each other and team up to fight the, for this good man, their husband and father. May God bless her, her husband, and their daughter with incredible, miraculous healing so that they can be a family once again. I pray that I be able to one day give the praise report talking about how this man was healed and talk and thanked his bride and his daughter for not giving up on him and for fighting awesome fight and winning. May they also be blessed with our loving creator's palpable presence during this time and thusly develop the new and amazing relationship with him. Lastly, if she's going to throw enough, if, if she isn't going through enough, though, though what God allows good or bad, doesn't go without having some sort of purpose. She may be blessed with biopsy done last week. Results of a cyst, which the doc says looks like and not breast cancer. May she heal beautifully with a cyst and biopsy and never have to be deal with another one of these ever again. Thank you so much for the patience with regarding, uh, with reading all of this through. As my boss said, her life now feels like a Jerry Springer episode. Let's pray that all the dramatic drama ends soon, sooner, not later. Actually, how about now? Love to y'all, my prayer warrior family, Meg. You see how the devil works? Man, it just wages war on good families. This is a woman and a man who have come together. And obviously, if we've gotten to a point where their love was powerful at the beginning, and then through the manipulation of evils of this world, those that make these drugs, and Adderall's horrible, it was illegally approved, and it was put on the market knowing that these side effects were present. They did it intentionally to destroy people and for the sales, to create an addiction which would cause a complete profit, profit in the home motive of this. I want to begin just by uh, uh, rebuking that and, and asking that, Father, for those that have willfully been participating in delivering drugs like Adderall to the market for the sake of profit, we are asking and declaring on the blood of Christ that they be brought before the courts of heaven and be judged. 
This must end. And in the power of this time when drugs are such a critical part of the war against humanity and as we find ways to heal, we are asking in this specific case, as we will ask for many more, that those involved with the drug Adderall, including those in running the investment accounts, including those pilfering these profits for their own good, even if they're just in, in regular people out here trying to make money to get a life easier, we are asking that the courts, they be brought before the courts of heaven and be judged. This is a time and an hour which we declare this upon with the authorities given to us to bring these people in so that we begin to shake the foundations of this evil that thinks it is unaccountable and can continue to ravage lives and souls. Father, for this family and for this situation, this is very painful. And this is a testimony of two people that have been ravaged, obviously, by multiple events. At the core of this is an honest love, a kernel of love, and before them is a need to have mercy in the hands of the courts. This is a person, a man who's struggling to fight. And within there, there's a spirit that's evident by the testimony that he's trying to reach and fight. And yet he's being overcome by the attacks of an enemy that has latched a chain around his neck, squeezing hard and laughing at each step as he tries to reach to be who he was as the power and the influence that the portals that are opened by Adderall flood in. So, Father, we're placing a hedge of protection around this, this father, this veteran. And may this hedge of protection be established with the blood of Christ. And we declare that in the mightiness of the blood of the Christ and the, and the cross. Any of those chains, including that chain around his neck, it is now broken and he is set free. That lock is set, gathered and shattered away. And may the demons scream in horror as the war angels now set post upon him and around him to protect him. Because you know what is coming. Father, in the, in the absence of the demonic voices, we pray and declare the power of the Holy Spirit to flow in from heaven to earth and to earth to heaven to fill him and to resonate within his heart, within his body, within his soul, within his spirit, the echoings, the glory, the sounds of, of healing, joy, angelic voices to fill him, to calm him and to begin that restoration. And any of those lurking and dripping type connections that come deep within the mind that are caused by Adderall, those are broken and Jesus, we just ask that you can just place your hands upon him. And in that moment of breath, feel the glory of the king flow across him to reassure him, to raise him up as a veteran, to remind him of what he used to be. He's not going to lose this fight. Soldier, you need to hear these words. That pack you carry is heavy. It sucks. But you don't get to rest. Get up and pull security. This is just security for your family. Stand up on the line. Be bold now and understand that what you're dealing with is going to be the toughest fight you've ever faced. No matter what hill you've charged, no matter what operation you've done, no matter how you served, this will be the greatest fight for your life. And you're fighting now for the salvation of your family and the glory of your love within Christ. Father, for the wife and we just pray for a complete and total blessing upon her. And may the echoes of voices that are around her advising her to lie, to break, to get out of this marriage, may they be gagged. And may those people be cast aside and no more can they speak those words of ill repute. This is about love and overcoming. And this is two people that are wounded that need to be raised. And Jesus, we pray for the healing of the heart of the wife to give her strength, and to give her strength to speak words of life, not words of death. That's the devil working right there. No more spell casting of darkness, spell casting of joy, glory, healing. There has to be a return of optimism. 
And so, Jesus, we ask for your presence to be seen, to show your face both to her and the daughter. This is difficult. We're dealing with blood and, and, and ties and relationship ties, and the manipulation of words can be severe as people are tormented and turned. This is a true work of the father of lies, and we rebuke that completely. And in its place, we provide the, we declare the glory of heaven within that space that only things spoken to them and to each other and coming out of their heart are words of love and healing. And let there be no fatalism in this as we cast that aside, that even on the brink of things when it seems that all is left is the signing of the paper and to release themselves from the bondage of marriage, we cast that out and rebuke that. And instead, we pray into the glory of the strengthening of those bonds of marriage, so mighty, so powerful, the war angels on around each one glorifying the glory of love that they shared. And with the three of them, not just two, that daughter is there as one in a family. May this family be restored, Father, and we bring this to the throne and asking that this family be restored in a powerful time. You can intercede here, Father, in a way that our prayers can request and you can deliver. And so, Father, with the authorities given to us on as stewards of this earth and in a moment of time when families especially are being ravaged, we declare healing and restoration of this family as we present that to your feet of the throne. Humbly, but in the glory and love of all the kingdom is. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for for church family involved in a terrible car accident Sunday night. The car ran out of gas on the freeway. Dad Michael and son Jaden survived. Wife and mother Heather died in the accident. Daughter and sister Lily died in the hospital when her heart stopped. Oof. This is a this is a strong believing family that is now separated between here and heaven. Please pray for Michael and his son Jaden that Father's care and love would flow through the Holy Spirit into their lives as they go through this time, that they be they, that by the blood and power of Jesus, Michael would fully heal and his physical injuries and both he and, and Jaden would turn their grief over to the Holy Spirit as comforter of this time. In Jesus' name we pray, Carla Brown. Father, it's times we get prayers, Father, that are just difficult to even process the pain and to even know where to begin. So I'm just asking, Father, in this very moment that you will just guide whatever words I speak. They are yours, not mine. And that this prayer, this prayer, Jesus, is, is put before you. You've given us authorities to do amazing things. And even in the impossible, we know that you're the father of possible. We know that you're the Lord of greatness, the Lord of hosts. You are the, you're the Lord and creator of all things. Father, we're asking for miracles here. A family that has been broken and, and severed by a dastardous deed of this earth. And while not all things are of, of the devil, not all things are by design. Once again, it's just difficult to witness a family severed and destroyed by the by the aspects of in this fallen world we know that there's death we understand that so father we just want you to hear our hearts as you make a decision on what to do here at the very least father as we come before you we ask that this son and this father be completely healed 
And by healing, it isn't just the physical wounds. We declare healing over them with the authorities given to us. Healing over them in a miraculous way. And that physically, they restore themselves quickly, even to the surprise and, and, and stunning response of the doctors that will not have an explanation to how quickly and how fast they have healed. Let the glory of heaven flow upon them and the blessings of heaven flow through them. For their, for their hearts and the wound that sits within, these are heavy burdens. And Jesus, we'd ask that you can present yourself to them. But Father, in, in a greater way, we're asking for something that I think in this world we convince ourselves constantly it's impossible. But you're the God of possible. You're the, you're the God of miracles. And I don't even know what form this takes. But I do ask for all that are willing, Father, we pray into raising the dead. This is a time, if ever, to hear that prayer of, praising, of raising the dead to be realized, to see and witness a glorious miracle that no one can describe. This is letting dead bones speak. This is raising the power of the true sense of doing greater works. This is stepping into the highest level of the basic sets of commandments were given by Jesus. We're stepping here, Father, as we rebuke the demonic, as we establish the heads of protection, hedges of protection, as we flow in the blessings and declare the blessings of miraculous healing, both in spirit and body and, and all. Father, we are praying in now for a miracle of miracles to raise the dead in whatever form that takes. Bless this family. Bless them. Let the healing of heaven pour upon them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. prayer request to intercede on behalf of four falsely accused men who took part in the Kutz border crossing to peacefully protest against the government on our behalf. Okay, I this I don't know what this is. I've never heard this story. It's going to be interesting. Sunday morning prayers, lighten it up. Oh, someone just said Canada. Thank you. That helps Laura Lee. Thank you very much. Okay, so Coots Border Crossing, I guess, is Canada. So we'll have to, I'll read through the prayer here. Mighty Father, you have witnessed great persecution against the men in our country that have done nothing more than the minimally, to, to the minimum any believer in Christ would have done, standing up to be a voice for those who could not be as has landed four men into circumstances they couldn't possibly dream of. And Lord, we cannot possibly understand why they have been held in the captivity of, for over 560 days. But we rest in our faith that says you laugh at the plans of the evil men and are confident in your word that says that the enemy uses for purposes of evil. You will use for the, your greater glory. Full stop, and I've got to say these words because they're now in my heart to speak. Father's doing something very incredible here. I, I, people have asked me, for example, why don't you do J6? And I say, because it's not something that's clear to me. And that's doors is after I've said that are beginning to open, to open clarity. You'll understand that this next week with a big interview I have coming up with Ivan Raiklin, who's also going to be at Bards Fest. But this is important right in this phase. Father's reminding me that as he is restoring the world, we forget that he must also restore those within the walls of prison. He is a father of mercy. He's a 
He's a judge with mercy in his heart. So I say these things because what we may not understand, this message isn't for this prayer. This message is for those in jail. You must more than ever seek the glory of Christ, spread the word of the gospel, and to walk that path of Paul. That is a word for everyone in illegally incarcerated at this hour. It is more important than ever. This is a powerful word from heaven. You must seek Jesus and walk in the path of Paul. And as you pray like Paul and sing hymns within jail, you are echoing the power of healing within the walls where truly there is a mightiness of kingdom that lives and doors shall be broken and cast open. Continuing with the prayer, you are still in control, Father. You have, finally, you have final authority and you have never left the throne. Hallelujah. Lord, we come together to serve in many ways, loving and supporting these families filled these faith-filled family men, that though the enemy proofed prayers of faith and writing and visiting these men, though through uh, through enemy-proofed prayers of faith and writing and visiting these men, that we would do for them, we do in service to you, Father. Let no weapon forced against them prosper, but let each attempt to break them and increase exponentially in their faith and truth in your word. Build upon their faith the incredible divine heights of resistance against the enemy. Encourage their obedience to your word. Present yourself directly in these guards and politicians, ordinary men who abuse their power and strike them with the fear that they dare come against and wage war on God Almighty. Heal the sickness, protect them from the hands of the enemy, and give them strength and courage to continue the furnace, continue in the furnace at incredible heats as you were there with. Shadrach, Mesach, Mesach, and Abednego. You are also with them, and it will never leave nor forsake them. Father, with each prayer that lifts up our brothers, bless the body of Christ who understands the battle, and let us be great encouragement and resilience that honors and glorifies your power, wisdom, in incredible ways. Your ways are indeed greater than ours, and we are witness to the mighty works you perform in all circumstances that a believer calls on you. Thank you for these men. Thank you for the and bless them and their beautiful families. And thank you for what you do in our lives to change the hearts and minds of men who still seek and lead them back to your loving arms. God, on our knees, we praise and honor you alone. And I ask that all these things in Jesus' name, the name above all names, amen. Warriors in Christ. There is a very powerful, this, this word I gave a minute ago is very powerful especially with the anchor of the families here, the, the family's love and the love for their fathers in each of these families is extremely important. This is not easy. This was not intended to be easy. We are in a war, and an enemy is trying to separate us, and what they're finding, what has to be understood is our authorities, our love, our belief in Jesus. We do not fight this war with tools of the flesh, but we fight this war with the with the tools given to us by heaven that can break strongholds and fortresses. This is the realization of that in physical terms that we are now are able to pray through this, to walk the path of Paul, 
to be that prayer and anchored families and and support around the world that we pray together no matter if you're behind a wall or not we do not judge we raise up in prayer and in so doing the fortresses of the enemy are degraded from within as they're trying to degrade our nations and the mightiness of the love of god overcomes all and destroys the enemy on every front father god this these men these men that have been incarcerated because of the border crossing at Kutz, or Cuts, however we say that. Father, it is truly, we ask that you bless them and their families. And we are extending this prayer to the J6 families, whatever the truth is in that. The true people is what we're trying to get to. Those that have been incarcerated for real reasons, for illegal reasons, that are being held for simply speaking their truths, not part of a deception, not part of any other sort of government operative plan to keep us divided. Let the power of love bridge and may the heart of Paul raise within each of these men to know the importance of standing in this hour, the importance of prayer in this hour, the importance of unrelenting faith. And that goes from both those within and without, that this is part of the war that we're fighting. And though these, these burdens are not easy to carry, let the burden be passed on to the Father. Jesus, we just ask for your reinforcing feeling in nature to remind us all that when we say all in, it is all in in the body of Christ. As you walked in the path of the cross, we carrying the cross to, to, to sacrifice, let us be reminded of what that is. And that does not take away the, the, the pain or the doubts, but this is where the enemy's vulturizing. It's trying to attack the families. It's trying to attack the love. Let the love's, love and the families be in impenetrable. May the edges of protection be placed around each of these families. This includes J6 prisoners and others. Coots and J6 prisoners are one and the same, the true sense of J6. And may those that are casting the lies and trying to manipulate the system, Father, we bring these people before you today. The ones that we know are manipulators, liars, deceits, working as the, as the agents of the enemy. Each one of these people and their entire bloodline we are praying and, and declaring in the blood of Christ that they be brought before the courts of heaven and be judged, the entire bloodlines of this evil. And may that judgment be heavy and direct and clear as to what is there. And we know you're a father of mercy and grace. But Father, this is a time when a great shaking can happen, even with the presence of Christ presenting themselves before the, these criminals so that they understand truly whom they are serving and whom they will be accountable to. And in that hour of understanding accountability, may they be broken and weeping before the blood of Jesus to repent for their sins. Again, that is their choice, but let them let the consequences be known. And Father, for those in jail and those in the families extended, we bless them and and raise them, heal them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Bards fam. A prayer request for my mom, Marie, Marine. She's 67 and very healthy and active, but unfortunately, in Monday when she was out shopping, uh, she had fallen at the supermarket while pushing her trolley and slipped and busted her finger and bruised her ribs in the fall. I'm asking for prayers for healing for her body and restore her to full health. She's not vaxxed, which helps. She put her faith in God from beginning, from the beginning of all the fear mongering. What hurts her most is her, her brothers and sisters would not allow her to visit them 
for family gatherings because she was not vaxxed. She stood her ground and did not give in to the family's request to get vaxxed. Thank you, Bards fam. Alan from Ireland, blessings to you all. Isn't that amazing? What's amazing about that? It's amazing that we have no bounds. You see we're reminded, don't put God in a box, but we have no boundaries geographically. We have people all over the world, all over the world. What a fabulous, fabulous moment to realize the power of the body of Christ and the power of healing that God does not restrain because you're not physically there and God does not restrain because you're in another country run by lizard heads. We have lizard heads too. We are all in this together as one body in Christ. What, what an amazing testimony to that. Well, Alan, we're very happy and blessed and honored to speak and a prayer for your mother and your mom. So, Father, we're, we're bringing the prayer of Alan and the request for healing for his mom, Maureen, a woman who's strong in, in, in your love, a woman who's held her ground in a, in a very difficult place that has tried to mandate vax and a lunacy that has taken over what we once considered just to be such a rich and independent country. Father, we, we're praying now for Maureen's miraculous healing. We just pray that the power of the Holy Spirit can settle upon her. This healing is deep. This healing is not just for the finger and the rib, and we know that that can be done. And there's such a great metaphor in the fact that she's broken. Hang on just a second. And she's bruised her rib. Let that, let that be a restoration of life, the origin of truly from the garden. And let that be a restoration of life and a reviving, revitalizing of the Holy Spirit within her. Let the finger be restored to perfection and may the power and glory of love of heaven fill her. And there's a deeper part here, though, Father. It's the wound in the heart of a sadness of a family rejecting her. And may that be completely healed. May her physical restoration now be a transformation for the family to witness. May they witness a woman who at 67 now begins regains the, the agility and all that's there with a woman that is half her age. May that miracle be witnessed by many. May they not understand how it is possible. May she be able to speak the testimony of the glory of God to all of them. And may the, may the hardening of the hearts that have settled in around this vax and fear be cast aside. And may they be witness to the hand and the glory of God and kingdom. So, Father, we declare healing over Marine. We declare healing, a miraculous healing that will restore her to the vitality and age of half a woman, and a woman half her age, and be again be an inspiration to her family to see the true sense of faith and may it be undeniable in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is a prayer for a friend named Eva and her mother Dolores. Eva's mother is currently in the hospital with an infection in her bladder due to a permanent catheter. Dolores has bladder cancer and has been using Western medicine with treatments of chemotherapy, which is a treatment that is used to damage the body. Dolores is not wanting any further treatment and wants to give up. Dolores has no hope. She is a, is a believer in God, but, but I'm not sure she is a Christian. There was a group of us who were able to pray for her over the phone. Dolores was very thankful and seemed to have a hope for all after the call. We explained that she was going to be put on a powerful prayer chain of wonderful prayer warriors who know 
uh, that our Papa is able to do miracles, and he does. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he delivers. You betcha. Like, uh, like engage, Scotty. Dolores has, that's not reference to me. That was reference to Star Trek, so we get clear on that statement. I don't want anybody confused. It's kind of important. Dolores was very thankful and seemed to have uh, seemed to have hope after the call. We explained that she was, oh, there we go, powerful chain. Dolores was excited about having believers pray for her. Blessings, family. We move mountains with our prayers and bring heaven to earth, praying that Dolores has an open heart for Papa and healing. Yeah, we got warp speed going here. Buckle up. This is good. We offered holistic uses of healing. Dolores is not receptive. Papa is so sweet and loving. Mary all in. All right. Let's get this one kicking. Father God, we're going to pray for Dolores. And and when someone's receiving and willing to receive prayer, I don't care what their relationship is with you, Father, or Christ. I think we both, you understand my heart, and I know that you're in agreement with me. They're seeking that love, which is the most important thing, to seek that, which they may not even know. So, Father, we're just going to pray a miracle over Dolores. We're declaring a miracle healing over Dolores. This, this whole thing that she's dealing with, with bladder cancer and chemo treatment, what we want to pray is that when she goes in, the next doctor visit, there is no more cancer. It's gone. But within this, we want to pray. We are praying for a miraculous restoration of her body and a miraculous relationship with Jesus to present itself. Jesus, we're asking with the authorities given to us that you present yourself and show your face to Dolores. Let her truly experience the mightiness of the King. Let her see the fullness of all you are, the full battle regalia, the love, the compassion, the incredible, incredible warrior that you are. Let her witness that before her. Let her be humbled and filled. Let the glory of heaven fill her and restore her and at the same time open her eyes to the deepness and glory and the importance of all that she is. And Father, we pray down upon Dolores a hedge of protection and a breaking of chains in the demonic that's whispering to her to try to tell her this, this is the end, there's no hope. All of that's broken. Those chains are broken and cast aside. And we pray into Dolores with the mightiness and glory of heaven for all that it is, all that, it is, all that we are, the joy and understanding that she is truly a child of the Most High. May this cancer be cleansed from her body. And Father, as this goes through, we pray that she's going to be receptive, that those ears that have been tuned to hear the doctor's lies and the spell casting, that those those curses are now broken and those ears are opened up to hear truly the opportunities to use the tools and methods of the children that you're activating to lead her to a different way of healing, to see her body as restorative, not victim of. And may the glory of, of I am worthy fill her to understand that she's truly a precious child in heaven and kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. A prayer request for a friend named Patience, who I hadn't seen in a while. His scoliosis and some other back, yes, has scoliosis and some other back problems. The doctors have scheduled her for surgery. Oh, she has scoliosis and some other back problems. The doctors have scheduled her for surgery in a week or so. In Jesus' name, her back is healed and doctors will be shocked. Keith, Kluzdal, Kluxdal. I'll do that one any day. Father God, we're praying on patience 
and we're declaring a miracle of restoration and healing over patients. As we place a hedge of protection around here, break and cast off any demonic influence. And this is that there's a twisted energy there that's around her trying to twist and deform her body. So, Father, we're, we're, we're realigning that, that frequency, a frequency purely to heaven as we realign and flow in the perfect and beautiful resonance of the, of the Holy Spirit and of kingdom. Let that frequency and vibration, that resonance of energy, fill her and restore her as she, she, as she is awakened from this twisted feeling and, and, and chains of binding her. This is truly demonic. We break those chains sever those chains and cast out those demons. And Father, we're just visualizing a, a restoration of the spine as the Holy Spirit is just flowing through her from head, from feet to head and aligning her as she reaches up and raises, as we raise our hands, she raises hers to heaven. And we sing, Amen. And as that power flow of the energy reaches to heaven and restores that spine and body to arrive at the hospital to have the doctor stunned that the twisted spine is not there anymore, that the, it's all been aligned in perfection, that she breathes in and can feel the breath of the Holy Spirit flow upon her. And may this whole experience fill her, restore her, open her eyes deeper, and may Jesus, may you place your hands upon her to show your presence in your face, for her to be connected with you, to raise her up, and to bring her mightily within the kingdom and the army of, of, of God. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers needed for the Wright family, who is a neighbor. The father suffered a major heat stroke on June 28th of this year. He is self-employed and a mechanic. He is just now starting to feel better and hoping to get back to work soon. But the wife, Stacy, posted on Facebook last night, Labor Day, asking for anyone uh, had extra roosters that she could have so she could feed her kids. They have seven kids from 10 years old down to eight months. They are a single-income family. Thankfully, our community stepped up and have given lots of money and food. But the big thing is that I know they are not Christians at all. Sweet family, but more pagan, new age. So besides praying for healing and resources for food, please pray that God gives comfort and wooing to him during the dark time. I told her that she has an answer to my prayer she was an answer to my prayer. I have, I have no more space for processing my roosters so she gets food and I don't have to do it. She could not process that she could, she could not process that she could be an answer to prayer, nor that Jesus had given us so much in five loaves and two fishes that he wanted us to give away the extra to help others. So please pray that they might see Jesus in this dark time. Country NTP Jewel. These are that those seeds were just planted and they don't even know it. This is what's so cool the way Father works. They reached out, a community reached into them and gave them a blessing. Father, we pray that every egg that these chickens lay, every egg that these chickens lay becomes a seed that they take within them, a seed of heaven that grows within them. May these eggs be blessed and may these chickens awaken them in the morning and perform for them and bring to them and deliver them the bounty of the fish and bread. May a family who has little relationship with you begin a process of having the witness, the glories of what Jesus is in our, in our lives. And may this pathway that they're on now, may the pagan ways and new age ways begin to crumble as their eyes are now clearly, begin to see clearly through this maze. 
May the father who suffered his stroke be, be given miraculous healing. And may this restoration in his body be full of experiences now as eyes are open and encounters begin with the glory of heaven, truly to be starting to experience in the physical world the experiences of kingdom. May the community become part of that. This is such a beautiful story of a community lifting up another and bringing them. And may the presence of Christ be so profound around them that it's undeniable within them. So as they consume the fruits of heaven, may they also be may, may also experience the fruits of heaven around them as a restoration begins. And with through healing and through nurturing, may this now be a moment of transformation for this family as eyes are lifted to the king, eyes are lifted to heaven, and truly the, the ways that they were holding to are, are, are cast aside. And for any demonic that's around them, we rebuke you and, and, cast, and break your chains. For now they are let to walk free, to make their choices, but in a balanced scale. And so, Father, we also pray for a balancing of the scale of their lives, an experience that likely is not either, has either led them to a different way or not exposed them to the true sense of the love in Jesus. And may this first step be so profound, the seeds be so great, that the forest that they grow be so tremendous that we'll see a transformation in this family in a beautiful way to finally see and experience Jesus in his fullness and the love of you and the love of, of a kingdom around them. In Christ Jesus' name. I want to quit smoking, really need some help. Gene Tess. You can. The first thing is not I want, it's a changing to I will. I want always gives us an avenue of doubt. And in the avenue of doubt, we give our, our minds are amazing because if we say I can't, I will or want, I should say if I say I want, our minds will somewhere tell us I can't. So Gene Tess, you have to make a decision here to walk as a child of the Most High or walk as one who wants to be a child of the Most High. Who are you? That's this big test before you. Who are you? Smoking is not easy to break, but it, you will break it if you so choose. So, Father, we pray down upon gene tests. We establish a hedge of protection around gene tests, not knowing whether uh, there's demons or not in, in play here. But either way, we're, this hedge of protection now, any demonic work around gene tests, they're rebuked and bound if they had tried to influence anymore to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity. Any chains of addiction are broken. And within this space, to have the Holy Spirit fill and overflow in the, in the body of gene tests, the mind, the spirit, the body, to be able to understand and resonate with these words. A choice is now before gene tests to be an addict or to be free, to choose to walk in a path of I want or choose to the path of walk in I will and I can. So, Father, we pray that this becomes a very powerful moment of decision and one to choose whom we serve. We serve a God of I can, I will, I will overcome, I am worthy, not a God of I'm not worthy, maybe, I can't, I won't. So, Gene, your prayer here for you is the awakening of realizing truly within you that spark and glory of Christ that lives within, and to accept that walk, to take that step, and to understand that this is not going to be easy, but it can be done. And if you choose 
with Jesus to an I will and I am overcoming, you will succeed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Some in our county, some in our county group were going to Gatesville, Texas for Karyos Prison Ministry September 7th to 10th, but it was just, but I just received this. There is a statewide prison lockdown, so it looks as if we will not be able to have our Karyos ministry time as planned. This is very unusual, so please pray for incarcerated people during this time. Conditions without air conditioning in this heat, with tensions already at peak, added in with this. I like to know if I'll let you know if I find out a specific issue that needs prayer. Thank you all. God bless. Tam. So, you know, it's just interesting how these prayers line up. I've told you, I don't organize these. We just, we come together. And in just a few prayers before, the word of God was that there is a war going on inside the walls and outside the walls and that we must walk, those inside the walls must anchor themselves in the power of Paul and the walk of Paul. And so here we have a ministry that wants to go to do a ministry at Kairos Prison. It's Kairos Prison Ministry. They were going to go to Gatesville to do ministry, and all of a sudden it's shut down. Now, if you don't see the hand of the devil here trying to prevent what God's trying to do, there you go. So this is truly, obviously, this war is is stirring up the concerns and fears of the enemy as they realize they're being attacked on all fronts through the mightiness of prayer and the acceptance of Jesus and the rising up of the many Pauls. So, Father, we're praying for Kairos prison ministry, just a blessing upon them. And whatever form, that, that there's a word here to Kairos. And I don't know, this was September 7th and 10th, so it was today it was your last day. But I, I'm, I'm just going to give you this word and you do with this as you wish. You need to go anyway. Just because you can't go in the walls don't mean you can't be around the walls to pray in and to break those, fort- for- those fortresses, to break down those walls. Don't not go simply because they tell you you can't go in. Your prayers matter. Your presence matters. Pray on that land. Put a bloodline around that whole place. Pray into the Holy Spirit to surround that prison, to fill it, and to overcome the evil that's within. So that's that's a word for Kairos prison ministry. So Father God, we are praying in for the blessings upon Kairos prison ministry to take their message to Gatesville, Texas, and wherever else they're going to pray in with these with these inmates to and empower them with the power of the Holy Spirit and may a, just a massive blessing of healing flow upon that prison. Things are going to be uncomfortable. People are going to be agitated. There's a true hand of the enemy to try to cause discomfort and, and pain in these places. And let that be washed away. And let just the glory of heaven fill each and every bed, each and every cell, each and every place to just inspire each of these men there to be humbled before the cross, to seek the book and the word, and to truly turn their eyes into Jesus no matter what they face. There are many in there that are told they cannot be healed. Father, we're asking for a prayer of healing across this prison, a miraculous healing to to heal the impossible. And for each of them to seek repentance and forgiveness before the cross, to transform Gatesville, Texas from a prison, truly, to a monastery of glory of heaven. Let this transformation be there. And we declare these things in the glory of heaven and the blood of the cross in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.
Dear Scott and B-Dad Warrior, Prayer Warriors, I met up with my friend Christian this week. Christian is a single parent and of two teenage boys, Ben and Matthew. Their dad left them when they were babies, and since then Christian has juggled full-time work and care for them. She has a, had a minimum bordering on zero help from their dad. He does not live anywhere near and has, has another family, so I think the boys only saw him in school holidays. Matthew, the younger boy, is now 17, so in 2020, he was only 14. Both boys found the scandemic period and, and online school very difficult. They were physically isolated from their friends, with computers being their main means of communication, and at the same time, they were physically isolated from their father as they went through their adolescence. Christian tells me that Matthew started to drink in this period and is now an alcoholic, and she does not know how to help him break off his downward spiral. I told her that he needed some Jesus and asked whether she would like me to ask you all at B-Dance and, and all of us B-Dads to pray for Matthew as a, at Coffee and Jesus. She didn't hesitate saying, yes, please. Uh, let me stop this a minute. Father God, I just want to thank you for this unbelievable trust that's extended to us to pray and for the nurturing and blessings of these families and these young people. The people truly seek out the trust in you through the prayers that we deliver. We're humbled, each and every one of us, Father. Something we began just as a nudge to realize now that you're turning and transforming this process into a place of healing a place that people can come to, not necessarily physically, but just by request, which we honor each and every one. Thank you, Father. And may these prayers continue to be heard and may these families be raised. Matthew, brother Ben, is also suffering, trying to deal with a fall out from Matthew's challenging and sometimes suicidal behavior. This is dark. This is all demon stuff. I suspect he feels responsible for protecting his mother at these times. My heart tells me that not only does Matthew need healing from his sickness, but he also needs deliverance. Amen. And Lazarus being raised is the picture in my mind as I write this email. Thank you so much for helping me pray Jesus and our Father into the solution. I pray Matthew, Christian, and Ben will be touched by Jesus and that they are able to see at least a chink of light to help them find a way out of their dark circumstance. Blessings and much love to you all, Janet, JCUK. From across the pond, we love Janet. She's our British sailor. Father, we are once again witnessing this most devious and most destructive means in which Satan does everything he can to destroy the children and the family and to fracture them forever. Whenever burdens and whatever pains are established by a father that left and is not present. Father, we just ask that there's a, a sense of healing that settles over all of this. And, and that's, I, I don't know what that looks like other than to ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that a healing settles in upon that. Maybe that's a healing of acceptance for the children. Maybe that's a healing for the father to see his way through this and start stepping in and realizing that he left two boys behind. We have no knowledge of the source of that split. And these stories are, are intentionally left 
invisible, invisible to us as we simply pray for the greater aspect here of the healing of the binds of the heart. The father and the mother were part of creating these young boys. And whatever has caused that rift, it must be greater than them. For the mother who has now walked that path to raise these young boys and carry that burden, we ask for an immense amount of blessings upon her, a strengthening of the heart and a hedge of protection around this family. Her and her two boys now are under a demonic attack. And these are darknesses. These are demons that have set in through, literally through the, the vehicle of alcohol. And even we know that the word spirits was intentionally given because as sipping spirits, we open the portal to demons to enter in. So, Father, we begin with a hedge of protection around this family, a powerful hedge of protection with the blood of Christ, with war angels posted around the outer perimeter. We pray that any demons that attempt to enter will be rebuked, that they'll be bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord, and they'll be handed over to the war angels to be dealt with, either to be brought by Christ or be judged on the spot. For this young man, uh, Matthew, who's suffering, we ask for an additional power of protection around him and any chains of demonic that he's created and binds and contracts created through the process of the lures of, of alcohol, they are now broken and cast aside. And we pray into the desires that are set within, that are settling deep within a wound of love that sits within him are healed and that the desire to drink are no more. Father, this is a difficult time, especially when, with the uh, scandemic and so forth as we have witnessed the children, especially in this case, which becomes exceedingly clear that the father's separation left a wound of love within them and the friends that were around them were filling that gap. And as that was taken away during the scandemic, the emptiness filled in and a substitute was offered. And naturally, as always happens, our demonic fools enter and hand over tools, which ultimately lead to the personal destruction. We rebuke all of that. And in the name of Jesus, we establish a protection around Matthew, a healing and protection around Ben, and a healing and protection around the mother. This is a powerful mother Christian, a powerful place here that this family, this family unit needs to be restored, Father. And we bring that to the throne humbly before you, and we declare this within our authorities to ask that you'll bring healing to this family, healing that will be miraculous healing that will see Matthew stop drinking and have any sort of desire, healing that will allow Ben to forgive his brother, and healing that will allow Matthew to be accountable for what he's done and to seek forgiveness from his brother and his mother, healing that will give the mother greater strength to see and really witness the power of overcoming, healing that will somehow, no matter how this transforms, be able to stir a healing with the biological father, whatever that looks like whether it's a release of letting go to, to forgive him and to let him go, or whether that's an awakening within his heart to come back to at least say hello and acknowledge his children. However that healing happens, Father, that's in your hands. But Father, we pray powerful healing over this family, restoration and the blessings of Jesus. And Jesus is a final request in this prayer with the authorities given to us. We principally ask you on behalf of this family to show your face to each one to create a personal and living example for them to seek you and to understand truly the mightiness of all you are as our King and Savior. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to ask for prayer for my naturopath. She had to move 
her office for financial reasons. The old place was a wonderful healing aura. The new place has a dark shadow over it. I prayed for, for Father's blessings and healing and Jesus' love to infuse the place and for Father's warrior angels to remove all that is not holy. When I finished, the room felt lighter and had a warm glow. Oh, intrepid M, nice work. You've brought the authorities of healing within your realm and you've transformed a space. And we'll, Father, we concur with this. We'll reinforce this, in fact, with a powerful continued hedge of protection around this new space and a, a casting out of any of the demonic that's within and a filling of this place with the Holy Spirit. And may the work of Intrepid M be amplified a hundred, a thousand times within that space so that the glow and glory of, of the Holy Spirit fill this new space. And then whatever was there and lurking, it's gone, cast out, chains broken, demons cast out, hedge of protection set around, blood of Christ flows within and flows without. And that the demons that are there have no more authority over the space. And that when people walk in, it's truly a presence of the Holy Spirit that transforms, lifts, and heals. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. My friend tried to kill himself when he found out he has cancer. By the grace of God, he survived. Please pray for he finds peace and acceptance. He has a hard road ahead of him. Ooh, that's rough. Father, we just pray for Eric's friend, who's just, unfortunately, each time we read these stories, we know this is the whispers of the father of lies that are getting into the mind to overcome the body and the gift of life. Father, we pray for a miracle of healing. We don't pray. We declare today with the authorities given to us in the blood of Christ, a miracle of healing for Eric's friend. Not only a healing of the cancer, but a healing of the wound in the soul that makes him feel that he has no value. May that be restored to let him hear and witness the power of the gift of life. And Jesus, we ask that you can show your face to this young man who has now walked truly over the edge and pulled back. May the witness of all that occurs before him now be one of miracles and reminder that he's been saved to be on this earth, that he has a gift in this place, and that he truly has worth within kingdom, that he is a child of the Most High. He is worthy. And so let those words settle in as healing flows through him and his body and mind restored in Christ Jesus' name. Please pray for a friend of mine is going in for a C-section at noon CST. Her name is Tiara, and she is considered a high-risk pregnancy at birth. There is This is her second child, and they all, almost lost her first one due to preeclampsia. She she is so worried about, her, about both her and her sweet baby girl she is having. Even with being high-risk, God has answered prayers, and the baby will be full-term. Her first came three weeks early. Update. Thank you for all your prayers. Lorraine Rose was born yesterday, 9-8 at 12.58 p.m. And came in at 7 pounds, 2 ounces, and 21 inches long. She and Mama are doing well, and breast uh, breasting is not being an issue like it was her in her with her first. The country NTP jewel. Praise Jesus. Father God, just thank you. These sorts of prayers are so humbling and so glorious in a time that we have so much death. You remind us of the power and glory of life that touches each and every one of us, the power of creation. So, Father, thank you for this glorious news, and may you bless the baby Lorraine Rose. 
the glory of all that she is. And Jesus, we just ask that you can make yourself present to hold this child, to touch her, to bless her, and to bless this mother for her faith and her endurance to get through this time and her willingness to seek prayers of healing as we pray and we've witnessed the miracle of heaven before us. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my 26-year-old niece. She was diagnosed with cancer in, in her lymph node. In her lymph nodes, she has an appointment at Mayo Clinic tomorrow for more testing. Rob, not Bob. Father God, we just pray a, a miracle and blessing and declare blessings of healing over Rob, not Bob's niece. As she steps into this meeting now with Mayo Clinic, truly what we're praying for are two things. One, the miracle of healing, that when they go to inspect or investigate it, the lymph node cancer is gone. It is no more. We cast it out. We rebuke it. And we declare healing with the Holy Spirit to flow through her and across her whole body. And so, Father, we ask for that moment so the Mayo Clinic can be stunned and not know what to do and have to deny conventional treatment. And with us, we pray for the doors to open to lead her to new new types of therapies and new ways of understanding her body, to eat healthy, to consume the things that cast out those parasitic issues within us. And, Father, we just ask for restoration of this body, of this of Bob, not Rob's uh, niece, in fullness and the blessing of heaven in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Please pray for my daughter, Angela. She is so deeply caught up in the web of Satan's lies because of the drugs she is doing. She believes she has seen both my husband and my son at the park. My husband died last year in September, and my son died in November 21. She has told me and my daughter we have been lying to her, and they are still alive. Please pray for her deliverance. Thank you, Judy. Father, we bring this to you today for another victim of this horrible time. The carnage that this evil has wasted, brought upon the humanity is unmeasurable. And it continues to be one person at a time, damaging and destroying, always at the core of trying to destroy the trust and the relationship within the family. The wounds of loss are huge. And for whatever has brought about the loss, of the Father and the Son. Those are not wounds that are easily overcome. And sadly, in the institutions of our church today, such a broken institution, it does not have the resources, capability, or interest of healing the broken and the sick. So, Father, we begin this prayer with a blessing of thanks, one that has allowed Judy to bring a prayer to ask for us to pray for Angela in her healing, to do as our commission is in this world to heal the sick and the broken. So, Father, as we sit here before you, we bring this to the throne, our, declaring our authorities of healing over Angela, healing to cast out and break the chains of the, of the drugs that are causing her delusions, prayers of healing to the restoration of clear eyes to see, that the, that the scales be torn down and the eyes are seen clearly, clear eyes to hear, to truly hear the voice of heaven, not the whispers of the devil. We place a hedge of protection around Angela and we cast out the demons and we ask 
that the Holy Spirit and declare that the Holy Spirit will flow from heaven to earth to fill her, to restore her, and to give her peace of heart and mind. And Jesus, we ask that you can be there to place your heart upon your hand upon her heart to heal the wound that is so deep with the loss of her father and brother. And for any of the demonic that is actively trying to pursue her, you're now rebuked. And with that, any attempt to attack Angela for going forward, you will be forever bound and gagged to speak the words, Jesus is Lord, and be submitted to the feet of Jesus for punishment. Father, we just ask and pray in this, in this moment, in the true sense of authorities given to us, a full and restorative healing of Angela and the family as the heart of forgiveness settles in and the heart of pain is replaced. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Bart's fam. <clears throat> I have a prayer request for a precious friend, Butch. He is 81 and former pastor who lives and lives who loves the Lord. In 2017, he, his wife, he was diagnosed with dementia and is slowly progressing to advanced stages. His wife is very close to the Lord and reads scriptures to him and sometimes his face lights up because he remembers it. He has walked through much trauma in his life and those thoughts are what he remembers the most. We have taken authority over his mind because we believe dementia is a demonic scheme. We have prayed as the Lord has led and believe his condition is, will be reversed. He is in excellent physical condition. He just cannot be left alone, nor can he, at this point, remember how to accomplish simple tasks. His wife, my husband, and his wife, my husband and I, all in agreement, and my husband and I, all in agreement for this curse to be reversed. Thank you so much for this opportunity to have him lifted in prayer. God bless everyone and of your intercessions. You are the best. Peace and grace. Father, we, we begin this prayer today just with a, as we breathe in and just settle our hands down and, and, and pray into Butch. Dementia. It's one of these evils that is a living hell for so many as we lose the capacities of memory and we lose the capacity of doing things in this world. We don't understand it. We do believe truly that it's a hand of evil and we know it is because you don't create a body that's imperfect. And so, Father, as we begin this prayer, because I think there's an institutionalized thinking too often with dementia that it can't be overcome. And we're reminded that we are born perfect in your image, with the power to restore and to overcome. And sadly, in this world, we become convinced that our bodies break down, that they age, and with this, all these ailments come. These are, these are methods of imperfection that settle into our hearts. So we begin a prayer today with the casting out of any thoughts of imperfection of our hearts to cleanse our thinking and to focus truly back on the simple principle that in the cloud of witnesses that have shown their faith, we are reminded of the faithfulness of you in all things. So, Father, as we pray into this moment, we pray for the complete restoration of the mind of Butch. We cast out and rebuke the concept of dementia, and we raise up the power of the Holy Spirit within Butch and, and, his, and a hedge of protection around this family. Any of the demonic that has found its way in, we break those chains and cast it off. And with this, we re 
any of the demons that are pushed out in the void that is there. We feel the mightiness with the Holy Spirit to heal and to restore the mind to the perfection that it was. Jesus, we ask that you can make yourself present so that as Butch awakens, he can see your face to be sparked and inspired to such a glory and love and kingdom that he awakens from this, from this sleep. And may his moment be so transformative that he is truly blessed to seek the greater power of healing to pursue that for the, for the rest of his life. Father, we, we pray for a blessing over the family and friends that have brought this here. And may the power of the Holy Spirit guide and protect in all things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer request. I'm 17 weeks pregnant and, and was diagnosed this week with placentia pervia. This puts me at much more significant risk of hemorrhaging through the pregnancy. And if it doesn't resolve, is one-way ticket to a C-section, a cesarean delivery. I know it may not seem like a huge deal, but a major concern of blood transfusion and just the vulnerability in an already hostile environment and the last place I want to be in is into, uh, intimidating. Last place I want to be is intimidating, to say the least. I'm feeling peaceful now and giving it to the Father to move the placenta and fully resolve the per, uh, previa and to keep my unborn baby and I safe. But in addition to the little one I'm carrying, I have five children on earth and six more waiting for me in heaven. Wow. Sometimes the anxiety creeps in. Please, if you would, lift up my intention with confidence. Question mark? Of course. Thank you so much, and God reward you. Anika. Anika, we are more than honored to raise up your intention with confidence. Wow. Father, the war on the mother, the war on the unborn is unrelenting. And is is yet another line we draw that this cannot happen and will not happen as we declare our authorities as the shepherds of this earth. We declare perfect healing and, and birth for Anika. Father, whatever is happening in her body, we declare healing to restore this imperfection and we stay and we pray that this child that's within her finds the anchor point to also be the conveyor of healing within its mother's womb may the two of them now unite to fight gloriously together now for a full-term carry for the experience and fullness of the of a perfect birth any attempts or any attempts by the by this time to corrupt the blood if necessary to to do any sort of corruptive practices are all declared null and void there's no effect that can happen upon anika we, we play a pray a hedge of protection around her that's a mighty hedge of protection that not only rebukes but it doesn't allow anything in that is not healthy for her and in addition to that anything that comes through the hedge of protection is automatically transformed into the glory of heaven to enhance the body temple to empower her in the in the spirit and to bless this child she carries jesus we ask that you can be with her to comfort her and to soothe her from some of her fears 
and let our prayers be known in the heaven in heaven and earth that there is no fear in this moment for the holy spirit has this filling anika with the joy and glory and the excitement of caring and being a mother once again may the blessings flow upon her for all of her children and may this moment be a moment of a, of a cloud of witnesses surrounded by the glory of those on earth to look to their mother to praise her to raise her and to heal her in a glorious way Jesus, we ask that you can show your face, not just to the mother, but to the unborn, to inspire this moment to such a glorious moment in heaven. And Father, we declare these things in the blood of Christ and in the name of Jesus, as we present this thing to present this all to you at the foot of the throne, to heal this mother, to strengthen this child, to bring them in together for us to walk this path as you've asked us to walk, to be the a church where healing and broken repair and healing the broken is what we do. And so may this be yet another echo into this world of the greatness of prayer and the glories of the heaven, that as we declare our authorities on this earth, that healing and miracles happen in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my friend Dean, who I haven't seen in a while. I just found out that he lost his wife of 43 years a few months ago, and he is struggling. Matt and Hev. Well, Father, we just pray for Dean and just pray for a powerful presence of the Holy Spirit to fill him and to just soothe his aching heart. Losing somebody that has been part of you for 43 years is difficult for many of us to comprehend because it's, you truly lose a part of yourself and your life. But rather than praying into the loss, we pray into the healing and the memory and honoring of all that was to realize that in this hour now, as this separation has occurred, that there is a glorious place in this world to be. As hard as it may be, Jesus, we just ask for your presence to step in and to touch Dean, to fill Dean truly with the power and glory of all you are, and to remind Dean that you're not alone, that this walk is one of, of magnificence in this world, and that the path that he had shared with his wife is equally magnificent, and that now all of those memories will now fill each of his steps here in the remaining time he has on earth to raise him up and to share those stories and to bring that love that they had together to, into this world to continue the healing in this time. Bless him, guide him, heal his heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hang on just a second. Can you put my mom on your prayer request? It's been a cluster the last two hours at the ER for possible mild heart attack the other day. They took blood yesterday and, and top, uh, tropopin levels high. Took her by ambulance while away. Vitals are stable and, and good, but having PVCs, arrhythmias, rerunning uh, tropopin, tropo troponin levels also on critical care in the in some, in the same hospital my sister's restaurant manager's mom coded in heart attack at about the same time as my mom but she is much much worse update mom friend's mom passed away can you put all on the prayer can you put them all on the prayer list Laura Lee of course So, 
Hang on just a second. I've got to re-sort this out a little bit. Also in the critical care hospitals, my sister's restaurant manager's mom coded. Friend's mom passed away. Okay. Well, Father, we're praying for, for Laura Lee's mom and just pray for a hedge of protection around here and we declare incredible healing. And Father, we really, part of this we're praying for is just to, to rebuke any of those influences of these medical death camps and the installation that she's now in to present a powerful healing of the Holy Spirit to raise her up to overcome and to get her set free from there. And Father, we pray for that blessing to flow from head to tail, head to feet, and feet to head, and to over, and overcome her and, and fill her with the joy of the, of the Holy Spirit. And Father, for the for the family that lost their mother, we pray that the healing of the hearts, and that healing be one that extends even to to Laura Lee and her, her and her mom and her sister and the and all of that friend network. These are difficult losses in this time. So may you bless them and raise them up. And in the, in the name of Jesus, we declare healing and miraculous healing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. This is a prayer request, two prayer requests for me. Father, we pray today for Terry Anderson of Anderson Land and Livestock, who's been having and dealing with issues of his bladder and being very debilitating and painful to where he can hardly move, very having difficulty moving without severe pain. And Father, we just, as we pray as well, that the medical procedure seems to have not done well that they gave him. And he's now seeking resolve, but he's such a, he is such a power, you know, true believer in Christ that healing to only comes through you. So Father, we pray, we initially pray just for a thank, thanking of you for the healing of his knee, which miraculously was healed, even though he was scheduled for surgery. And so now, Father, the man that has a true heart of, of the Holy Spirit as he walks in this world and runs his operation is a steward of cattle, a true love for his animals, a love for the people that he works with. Father, we pray for a, an amazing and miraculous healing over Terry Anderson, a healing that will restore his functioning and re, remove the pain of his bladder and to restore his functioning to the strength of the man that he was. And to not and take away that pain so that he can function without pain, even though he's enduring the pain amazingly well, take that pain away and to restore the functioning of his body to the perfection of kingdom. And Father, we also pray for their for their daughter who has breast cancer and is concerned. She has children, and her greatest concern in all of this was the concern that she is not giving her children enough knowledge of the Holy Spirit and love in Jesus. What a beautiful thing for a mother to say. There's some fear here, Father, in this, in this concern for, for breast cancer. And so, Father, we're, we're rebuking that breast cancer, completely rebuking the breast cancer, casting it out, and we declare that, that there is no more cancer in her body. And with this, we just pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to settle in upon her and to push that out and to remove that fear that she's going to be a mother for many years that she's going to overcome this and be strong and mighty in this hour and to fill her truly with the joy and glory of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, we just ask that you can make your presence be known to both of these people and to this family as they continue to steward the land and steward the, 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 the ways of the ancient paths. And may you continue to bless them and raise them up as a family as they've pulled together their homesteads together, living on the same land, sharing these moments, 
each one pursuing the talents that's given to them. May you bless them, raise them up, and truly inspire them into the deeper relationship in all that you offer. The love in Christ, the love in kingdom, and the glory of living within God's world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening, Bart's family. I'm being sued for partition of my property, basically forcing me to sell the property and give away half the proceeds to someone with no legal ownership, interest, or investment in it. Please pray that the Lord will provide a solid attorney to represent me and that the truth will prevail and that whoever and that whatever the outcome, I trust the Lord through it. Also, it, it, also that this will be the last time I ever have to deal with the people suing me. Oh, and that he only and that he would not only protect me, but strengthen me, encourage me. I am a bit weary. Thanks. Galatians 6-7, Hosea 8-7, Father God, I am weary and discouraged, and I am at a loss to why I am facing this latest battle. Yes, I am reminded, yet I am reminded that you, you are good and gracious and loving and perfect. I am grateful that I am not picking up the pieces in Lahaina, that I am not facing the storms of the East Coast, and I am not nursing a loved one through a major illness or mourning the loss of child. I, I am grateful that you have always been with me in all the trials and difficulties of life and that I know you would be with me through this one. I am grateful to know you are still on the throne, that nothing happens that you will don't either arrange or allow. So, Father, I submit this to whatever outcome you allow. And now I ask that you be, that you come beside all these sufferings and losses and pain and difficulties, that you lift their heads, that you comfort and strengthen them, that you provide all the, that they need. I ask, Father, that you would allow me to be present in life in such a way that if I come across something, someone suffering, I can recognize and be service to them. Help me not to submerge myself in my troubles, but be lifted out of, the, of them so that I can be an assistance to others. I trust you, Father, and thank you in your son's holy name, Julie Ross. Well, Father, you know the circumstances of this case. You know what has brought about these lawsuits and whatever that is. And so we, as we pray here for this attack that's upon Julie, we pray a couple of things. That whatever is there that they're coming after, whatever is in violation of moral law, that it be completely rebuked. And that the, the this, that there is no more attack that's unjust or unfinding, and without the details of all of this, Father, which would be difficult to navigate anyway, you know the truth here, and you know the heart of Julie Ross, the person who has presented a humble testimony before us here that we take to the throne on her behalf, and we declare mercy, we declare justice in the proper way of the hand of kingdom. And we pray that those that are attacking with, with a vengeful heart be rebuked and that any greed that's creeped in, that that be cast out, that be bound and removed. We place a hedge of protection around Julie and we pray into that with the power of the Holy Spirit and fill that this space truly with the glory of kingdom. And with this, we equally pray that any of the attacks that are coming at this unfounded and unjust and are, are cast out, rebuked, and that the, truly the strength of all that Juliet Ross is and, be, and continues will be grounded truly in her faith, the glory of Jesus, and that the, this land that she's stewarding be raised up 
within heaven and given to heaven as part of the stewardship here on earth. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, God, as you know, Mr. F has been heavy on my heart. I am earnestly praying for him and his family today. Mr. F is a Marine Corps Vietnam veteran who I have been working with for two years. He has ALS, Agent Orange-induced. Before ALS, he was extremely active. He ran two successful businesses, and he ran, he, and he ran in 50-plus marathons. For some time, he has had zero arm function. However, until last month, he was able to walk moderate distances. Dear God, as you know, Mr. F is declining. He can still transfer from sit to stand with minimal assistance for safety. He can hardly walk short distances. Mr. F expressed to me that he does not want to be a burden on his wife. Father God, please calm his fears and let him experience the healing power of your love. I pray that you give Mr. F and his family the comfort and strength in the knowledge that while the situation is challenging, there are strong that, that they are strong with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, everyone's King. Amen. Emac. Well, Father, we pray for Mr. F today. And we pray, and you know this man, you know his heart, and this is a this is one of these situations as a consequence, once again, of a horrific war that was done by evil people to cause destruction to the human kind and to all of your children. So, Father, we pray for a miracle of healing, and we declare healing over Mr. F, that this ALS, whatever it's caused by, we're praying a purging of this from his system, a really powerful purging of this with the Holy Spirit as we as the, any of the connections of the demonic are broken, they're rebuked, and he's and this place within is filled truly with the glory of God. For the demons that are lurking about, we've placed war angels around there to raise the, him up and to protect him in this hour. And any demons attempting to come in will be rebuked and hunted if necessary by the will of the captain of the guard and pursued to the ends of the earth. Father, we pray now for the restoration of Mr. F., we declare healing over him with the miracles of heaven and the blessings of your throne. Father, we pray for the blood of Christ to flow upon him. And Jesus, we ask that your presence be known as you enter into his space to show your face, to inspire him, and to stimulate that incredible and miraculous healing and to overcome all odds and truly be standing in the I can, I will overcomer space of the children of the Most High. Bless him. Raise him up with the fearsome warrior spirit that he had with across his life. And may this be yet another moment of overcoming and being great within the kingdom of God. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers needed. I don't want to ask because in the past I have handled this myself. At least I thought I did. However, on Friday's Fishers of Men, Scott asked us to give details in our requests so the prayers can be more focused. I really need healing from the trauma related to 9-11. Old news, I know, but it, if you weren't there, you, you may not understand. I thought, it, I thought I was over it until the Greg Reese report was played on Bard's FM. Hearing the recorded explosions from the day caused me to nearly jump out of my chair. I was like re reliving those moments. The horror was visceral. I was outside the buildings at the time of the incident. I also, I like so many others, were in the state of disbelief and shock. My mind could not comprehend what I was seeing. People jumped out of those buildings. I had friends and co-workers in Tower One. When the explosions came and the buildings started to fall, 
I, along with hundreds of others, began running towards Wall Street in the misguided belief that we could ret- overturn what over outrun what looked like a black tsunami. We were buried in it. We clawed and scrambled over others to get out and get some air. Later, I realized that we had not only inhaled particulates of building debris, but probably the burned remains of people. I suffered from anger because I knew the jet fuel didn't burn hot enough to melt those beams. I knew it was a controlled takedown. I knew it was an inside job by our government. I suffered from survivor's guilt. I suffered nightmares for years until I left the country and could ignore all the 9-11 remembrances and didn't have to walk past ground zero every day. Today, it's all back, just as fresh as it was ever. I want to be healed from the torment that I believe was behind me. I just edited this. I just edited this because my guilt and shame was too much to write when I wrote this initially. I have no idea if I caused the death of someone else as I tried to save my own wretched skin. So I also need forgiveness. I pray that God will grant that. Thank you, Mila. Mila, the guilt that you carry while human is the hand of the devil at work. Through all things, Christ, you are forgiven. And that blessing is one you have to accept and turn to Jesus and let him place his hands upon you to understand that you are forgiven, that this was a hand of the most evil of evils, designed specifically to give each person there a scar that in the devil's hope you will never overcome, but you will. These memories are real, and the experience that you gave and you went through in this time are not something that you can take away. But you can when you turn to Jesus, and you can and you do, because you've trusted in him in greater ways. I think a lot of what this is here for in this time, Mila, is because we have coming a Bart's Fest there in Chile, a place that you went to to find peace. And when you went there, you also discovered other things, like a witch and a few other things. We can't run from evil, but we can take a stand. God's looking after you. And in this time and this hour where those memories come back, they're powerful memories also to never forget, but to transform the pain into something greater. For what was torn down is now time to rebuild. What was taken, it's time to rebuild hope through children and through the things that you're doing. So, Father God, in this moment, we pray for a powerful hedge of protection around Mila, a powerful and and incredible hedge of protection that breaks the bonds and the chains of memories that were there intended for every person there to cause guilt and suffering, survivor's guilt. This is an evil of evils, a sacrifice that was made on thousands of people for the purposes of power in this world, where innocents were taken, lives were shattered, and at the core of it was all power, money, and this deceitful group of people that used these tools to wage war against humanity in a stealth fashion to ultimately force humanity to use its free will to submit to their powers. Father, you know the heart of Mila as she has continued to pursue a greatness and steadying up of a safe haven for children, her heart to do things and to serve you each and every day. So, Father, today we declare healing over Mila, 
healing and transformative healing in such a powerful way that all that was a release from this, perhaps it's tears, perhaps it's whatever it is, this moment, let this release flow from Mila and release that control and that hold from the past. And may the eyes and the, uh, may the clouds over the eyes be lifted and may those memories be taken and may they be soothed and may the blood of Christ flow upon her and may the blessings of her home increase and may the step now forward as Ela takes that heart to do something for children, may that be truly powerful and transformative in a walk now of taking the pasts and all the traumas of the past and bringing them together, Father, to use as the seeds to grow a beautiful and glorious tree for heaven. May we witness and may we, Mila be witness in her own life of the power of those traumas to be the seeds and watering of the fruit that, that we are given by heaven to make things greater, more beautiful, and more inspirational for generations yet to come. And may this May this moment be a moment of, of a presence of you, Jesus, as we ask you to make your presence known, to place your hands upon Mila, and may the blood flow upon her, and may the healing be complete, and may the heart be released, and instead of feeling the, past, the pain of the past, may those memories push forward a fire of righteousness and glory to build greatness for the kingdom and with a knowledge that everything that was builds the fruit for greatness in the future, that our eyes are forward, not our eyes back. And may this moment be a moment of knowing that all the experiences we are given become the tools that allow us to plant the seeds that inspire not just trees, but forests as we look forward. Guide her, bless her, raise her in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my father, Ed, who was administered to the ER this morning. He has some memory and cognitive issues at the, at, out of the blue. He's normally sharp as a tack and now very foggy, slow to respond, lost track of the last three days, etc. Well, Father, we're declaring healing over Rufio Malkin's father, Ed. We pray a miraculous and spontaneous healing and whatever's starting to overcome him in his memory issues foggy thoughts, slow response, whatever that is, we're praying in miraculous and instantaneous healing. And we declare these things in the name of Jesus and the blood of the cross. Jesus, we ask that your presence be made there to place your hands upon Ed, to have him see your face, to witness the glory of the King that you are, to not only feel the restoration, but to place his eyes upon the glory of what he lives for and who his purpose is. We ask these things in the authorities given to us, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bart's family, I met a young man at a men's retreat in March who reached out to me because he's a young nerd and I'm an experienced nerd. He figured I could give him advice on nerd things. I've been mentoring him more about his integrity than about tech. He's young in his faith as well as his career. As such, his decision-making processes isn't rooted in God, which as it needs to be. And he recently got laid off, so he needs prayer. First, he needs more God and stronger. He needs spiritual maturity. Secondly, he needs employment. Thank you, Keith Kludzdahl. Well, Keith, your role here is bigger than I think you're acknowledging. Because the, the faith in God is going to come to the interaction with, with someone who truly walks with God. And you become more than a mentor, you become a spiritual guide, a shepherd. 
So part of this prayer, Keith, really needs to be for you to step into that place. This is an interesting prayer because as I recall, we begin this prayer with a prayer for you to find your path. And the prayer, the answer to God that God gave was that you were supposed to follow the path. A door was opening for you to follow the path of your pastor friend and mentor who had died. And here's a great example. You're leading a young man. You're leading a young man. God God is weaving this tapestry beautifully. You're leading a young man who you met at, at men's camp who has not only sought advice for a career, but now you see the opportunity for him to be mentored and led into a greater relationship with the Holy Spirit and the love in Jesus. We'll pray, but the role and the mission is set before you. The question is, will you walk through that door? This is the greater works. And in my opinion, and from what God's placing on my heart, this is the greater works that you seek. The answer is right before you. So, Father God, we're just praying right now that this young man who's working with Keith can experience truly the inspiration of a mentor that is mentoring not just for the technicality, technical issues, but be inspired by the word and the glory of a man who walks with Jesus. And may that experience of understanding that all the mentoring that he's been getting isn't just about technical issues, skills, job, whatever, but rather it's rooted in the most important part of this whole discussion, which is the love in Christ and the acceptance of you in all that you are in forms that are abiding in you and are walking in you and the glories that that means for us here on earth. So, Father, we also pray for a blessing upon Keith that there is an example of where we had begun and we come near the end of prayers today to realize that the prayers are connected. May he be given those eyes to see, that the opportunity sits before him now to see in, to witness, and to know that there is a door that's being opened, a door of being opened to pastor, to mentor, and to lead. Bless him, guide him, allow the discernment and the eyes to see in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Today, the California State Assembly voted to declare every August moving forward Transgender History Month. It's only going to get worse. Prayers for all those poor children who are being force-fed this madness through the school systems and for those parents enabling this demonic doctrine at home. Al's, al most, al most, almost normal, almost normal. Be careful of spell casting. I do it here a lot. We say it will only get worse. Let us not say that anymore. We're in a path and a process of a system that's falling apart. We're in an epic era where eras are changing. One period is closing, a new one is opening. We have the opportunity to shape and to shape that. California is a, is a demon-riddled state. The things that they do are happening, but the people are need to start making a choice. Sadly, California, people are running rather than standing, which makes me sick. And I don't understand what they think they're going to accomplish except selfishness and self-raising, thinking that they're solving a problem when they're just taking their problems somewhere else. You don't run from a problem. You stand in the face of it. Our prayers today really are for the children, the children that now have to be making a stand. This hub of, of sexual craziness comes out of Silicon Valley. And that is driven by our desire and our need to consume everything through digital appliances like iPhones. That's, that's where the core is. So, Father, we pray for a blessing over the children in California. We pray for a, a blessing over the, over the families, but not a blessing of just ease, but rather a blessing of the ferociousness of the heart of the lion 
to start standing up and against this government to resist and defy and start demanding that these things be turned around. When administrations give laws and people willfully abide, we are giving them the authority to proceed, such as the framework of our nation. And this idea that somehow we are disempowered because we don't we can't vote, we can't get in the legislature assemblies, we can't talk to them is ridiculous. We have the power and authority overall. So, Father, we pray for a strengthening wave of, of Holy Spirit to flow across California and its families. And for those families that choose not to, to abide and choose to subject their children to this transgender nonsense, then, Father, let that world settle in upon them, that the realities of whom they serve be made clear, and may the pathways that they are taking their children stare them in the face as they look in their face every single day in the mirror. Let their pride and their vanity take hold and start to choke them out in this world so that they realize that there's really a suffocating sense of giving up liberty and that they are making choices that they either continue and die or they must choose another path for life. And for the rest of California that's sitting there, either on the fence or trying to struggle with what to do, we pray for unity in this heart of the, of the Holy Spirit, a unity of strength and defiance to stand up in this hour and say, no, we're not going to comply. And may that unity echo across their towns and across their counties. And may that, re, that sense of strength of a patriot's come and awaken within that state to finally do the right thing instead of complaining in little communities and doing nothing. It's time to take a stand. And may this moment in our prayer be a declaration over the state of California that those of the heart of the patriot will awaken and now stand up and say no more and place their foot down in defiance, not just as defiance as humans, but defiance as the children of the Most High. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Evening all, I've never asked for prayers like this. My brother is fighting a bad alcohol addiction and is in the is in an induced coma because he is fighting the detox so bad. He has a wife and two young boys and deep down is a good man. We would appreciate any prayers for this for this family. Thank you, DJ Dang. We are honored, DJ Dang. Alcohol is a devastating addiction. It's one of the worst. And it will destroy the body as the body tries to repel because it becomes needing of it. Father, we're praying over DJ Dang's brother, and we pray a hedge of protection over him and just a surrounding of him of the, of the healing angels, angels that are now singing melodies and singing the hymns to restore that deep resonance within his body and soul. Father, as we see the waves of healing flow across him and the power of the Holy Spirit flow within him and this hedge of protection erected around him, we see the body and is cleansed with all these addictive elements and this destructive piece is being shed as the alcohol is bled out from him and the residuals of that are pushed out from him and the body is restored to the perfection of the Holy and the perfection of, of what you intended as we were born. Father, we pray that the addictions that are there be broken and those chains of the demonic have been placed and be shattered and broken and demons are now rebuked and have no authority here. Furthermore, Father, as we pray, we are declaring that any demonic activity that attempts to continue is bound and gagged to speak the words, Jesus is king, and be cast at the foot of Christ to be dealt with as Jesus as you see fit. As we pray into DJ Dang's brother, as we pray into this healing, we also pray for the deeper wounds that have caused this to be healed. 
and in that process to awaken the need to seek Jesus and the love of Christ to heal those deeper wounds. That may require some difficult confessions. That may be that may require some difficult discussions with family members or perhaps even wife and wife and children. But let those testimonies be spoken. And together may the healing truly begin, as we are told in Scripture. And may the healing be miraculous in the sense that no more desires for alcohol, more no more temptations. Whatever addictions that are driving this as well, they are broken and cast off. And may this begin a moment, as dark as it may be, as one is placed in an induced coma, that the body and mind begin to restore powerfully and reset within the body of Christ. And Jesus, we ask that in this process of, of a coma, in this dream state, that you make yourself known, to reveal your face and to lead DJ Dang's brother to a greater glory in the love of the world, the value of himself, to realize he's worthy, a child of the Most High, and to set him forward now on a new path to his, of a life reborn and made in your image. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request. Bars Family Community, I'm asking if you could please lift up my friend Liz Ernst. She is recovering from a thoracic and lumbar spinal surgery from T12 and so on. She is still in extreme pain. She is asking to be put on the prayer chain and requesting that the prayer prayer lifted up into the heavenly, heavenlies for God's complete healing, that she would receive creative miracles and every nerve, every ligament, every muscle, every tendon restored miraculously. She is in a lot of pain and is still on rehab facility and is not, and not with not great care. She is a very strong believer and does not know why the Lord has not healed her. Please lift her up in prayer. Bilad, Biladi Girl 1, Kofifi. Let us not question the whys of the Lord, but rather continue to make the pleas to heaven. I had an injury on my hip for nine years that the Lord miraculously restored in seven days, within a seven-day period, and it, the things that were released in that were things I didn't even know that were holding me back. The Lord heals all, but the healing is often greater than we realize. So, Father, we're praying for, for Liz Ernst today. We establish a hedge of protection around her and lift her up in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. We bless her with all, with miraculous and instantaneous healing. And Father, we declare these healings with the blood of Christ but the healing is deeper than that. And we pray for the deeper healings to be revealed and for those things to be brought to the surface to release her from this moment of time and to release her from the pain and release her from that discomfort to raise her body up and restore her fully in the body of Christ. Our hands are up, our prayers are there, and our declaration is made in the, in the name of Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name. Last one. I have a prayer request for Gary. He's a family friend and has heart issues, praying for full healing from any side effects his decisions may have made. Hmm. <clears throat> well, Father, our prayer for Gary is a prayer of honesty in the heart is where it begins and humbleness to come before the throne. And so, Father, as we pray for healing for Gary, whatever these issues are and decisions, 
We pray that those decisions will be spoken into the world and spoken for repentance before the throne to give the true sense of relief from whatever they are. Father, we pray, and Jesus, we ask that you can make yourself present to Gary, to be full witness, that he can be full witness to who you are as a king and savior of us all. And we pray for a hedge of protection around Gary to rebuke any of the demonic influences that are there and to establish a protective barrier within which the, the power of the Holy Spirit flows and fills him up. And may that power be restorative and may that power be cleansing and may that power be filled with the accountability to be able to present those things, to lift off those burdens of this world onto, onto heaven and our, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Father, we pray for a massive blessing and declare blessings of healing over Gary in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, there's another prayer weekend. Now, as you know, we're going to make prayer. This is going to be the regular time uh, for, for, now for going forward for our prayer for our coffee in Jesus which will be every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. The, the attendance today is awesome, so thank you very much. It's a humbling moment to work together on all of this. I'm going to close with a prayer here of thanks and also a prayer and blessings for Bart's Fest and the days going forward. And equally a prayer to rebuke that. Let's, let's do that first. We're going to do a prayer against uh, this hurricane. We opened with it. We're going to start to go with it again. Father, in the name of the authorities and Jesus and the authorities given to us, we rebuke this storm that's coming upon the East Coast and we speak the words, peace be still, as we scatter the storm up and down the East Coast and that the storm dissipates and provides needed rain rather than destructive rain and winds. And no matter what this, these storms are, knowing that they are many are and most now are at the hands of evil, they're being destructive, not natural occurrences, but these are manipulated. We rebuke all of that, and we declare their functionings and their ability to manifest these storms to be null and void. In the name of the heavens and the, from the children of the Most High, every storm that they create going forward, that they attempt to cause power, whether you attempt to cause destruction, be it fire, be it tornadoes, be it hurricanes, be it the destructions of places like Lahaina, we, we pray against that and we declare their, their instruments and tools be ineffective, be neutralized, and that they no longer can stir and manifest these evils. Father, for the city of Lahaina, we pray massive restorative healing. We also pray for the, for the a, an awakening of the responsibility of the locals to stand up and to be active. This is a traumatic time, and in the moment of trauma, people often are weakened. And now we pray for the strengthening of all those in Maui and Lahaina, awakening to stand up and start taking action to push against the evils that are hiding the truth and to start assembling together to take back their land and to restore it in the name of Christ and the kingdom. And Father, we pray for our children, children who continue to be ravaged, our children who continue to be victimized, our children who continue to be hunted and pulled away. Father, we pray for, for their safety. We pray a hedge of protection around them. And we pray for the parents to continue to pull their children out of school, to bring them home, to be inspired to homeschool and to trust in you. We pray against the hands of evil that are trying to manipulate and confuse the little ones. And we pray that each person that's involved in confusing a child be brought to the courts of heaven to be judged. 
And let that judgment be at your hand, Father, be it merciful or be it judgmental, be it harsh with wrath. But nonetheless, we pray that the children be of those that are instrumenting and are leading children and leading them astray. We, we declare that they be brought to the courts of heaven to be judged. Father, in this hour, this day, where we've spent the time now praying in the powers of the Holy Spirit, power of this land, we pray for a massive anointing and blessing over this land and over this earth. In this hour where your children are rising and awakening as a remnant that's connected tightly within the body of Christ, may we be reminded that we have the authorities on this earth to repel storms, to, to raise up the dead, to cast out demons, to heal the broken and the sick. And Father, may that blessing continue to pour upon us as each day we step closer into greater authorities as we feel the storm working with us, a great storm of heaven that's coming. And may that storm of heaven continue to shake the earth and spur the many hearts to seek you, to seek your face, to seek the relationship through Christ, where it's only through Christ to you, Father. And Jesus, we thank you once and again today as you've walked with us and guided us. We're humbled by all that we are given in this walk that we take. We're humbled for the blessings of being able to pray for others. We're humbled for the blessings of people who are literally seeking us out and finding us to be a place where they can find resolve and healing through you, Father. The honor and the blessing, the humility of all those things spoken are huge. And it's an amazing moment where we truly find ourselves in, where we truly are walking with you, Father, in such an incredible way to witness the miracles before us that continue to happen. And so for each prayer made today, Father, we ask that you'll hear these prayers and bless these, each of these people. We pray for the continued power of miracle healing to be overcomers and that for any doubts left in, in people's minds that those doubts are cast aside to realize that truly all things are possible through you. Let us step into that place. Let us be led into the greater place where we know truly all things are possible through you. Guide us, Father, in this hour. Protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, as a final prayer today, we pray for Bards Fest. Coming up here very soon, we pray for Bards Fest in a miraculous way, that this time of assembly of people will be massive, that all the continued resources flow in to us to continue to build together an amazing assembly of speakers and patriots and, and soldiers to come together as one tribe, to raise up a voice that's so mighty, no matter the numbers, it is so mighty that it will be the Gideon's moment where it cannot be denied as the horns are blown and the, and the lights are raised and truly in a moment of, of glory where a tree is planted and hope is established deep within the earth. Guide us, Father, in this hour. Bless this in all that you do. We thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you allow us to do as a fellowship to continue to inspire and to lead the many to Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So, patriots, I want to thank you all. And thank you all for being here. It's a big honor. It's a wonderful time. We'll run uh, about 30 minutes of music afterwards. But... Um, have a very blessed Sunday. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. 
So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Peace Be Still. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. 
We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.